Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? A movie which, by the way, reviewed by my mother, the review was, Thank God you were on early because we couldn't watch any more of that thing. <laughs> Wide berth. <laughs> well, this is a good scene. The uh, we're watching the infamous dildo scene. You got trolled. You were in. I shut you the were fuck in. up. No, I didn't say shit. You got trolled. Real script. They didn't even give him a script when he got the job. They gave him a bottle of Stoli and said, <laughs> "Learn this." Did you stumble on the joke? Talk about this movie for fart's sake. This is a we we can we can swear this movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and if you're brand new to Intoxicated, this is a podcast where I typically have my friends on, we have a couple drinks, and we talk about life. Think of it like being a fly on the wall for a conversation that you'd only have with your close friends at the back corner of a bar. Thought of that today, and I think it sums up the show pretty good. So welcome back, everybody. Got another doozy of an episode coming your way this week. This episode is with local stand-up comedian Scott McLean, who I kind of knew through comedy, who is also somebody who just got into brewing his own beer. So Scott actually came over and was awesome enough to bring some of his home-brewed beer, and we drank it, and we shot the shit for a good two hours. Actually, over two hours. So it's another long episode this week, but it's a good one. Listening to it back, I really enjoyed it. This was one hell of a conversation. Holy shit. We covered a gamut of topics, including, you know, dating, dick pics, and why people think Scott is an asshole. <laughs> this was actually really interesting. So Scott is a guy who's really opinionated, doesn't hold back from saying what he feels. And this episode, which was quite comedic, actually kind of took a therapy turn, as it does on Intoxicated quite a bit. So it was actually a really good conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. And the beer was really, really good. And I don't normally enjoy beer that much. So good job on the beer, Scott. And thanks so much for coming on. If Scott does have any upcoming shows here in Halifax, I will certainly let you know in the description of this episode. But the main thing that he did end up plugging at the end was his Instagram. And that is scottymac2332. So this was great. This was a shoot the shit episode, much like my episode with Andrew Vaughn and Travis Lindsay. This is, tends to be how it goes with comedians, and I really fucking love it. It veers off in various directions, directions that I never thought it would go, but I'm glad we went there. Obviously, I shouldn't have to say this because it is in my intro music, but remember that this is a comedian. It's loose conversation. If you are easily offended, know that none of us mean to offend you, but it might happen. <laughs> 
So just keep that in mind. We do talk about some various viewpoints about some subject matter that might be uncomfortable to some people. Um, But again, remember that this is a comedian and at the end of the day, humor is a way for us to deal with the shittiness of life. Speaking of comedians, hopefully by the time you are hearing this, this episode will already be out, but I have chosen to release The Tinder Takeover with Travis Lindsay to the world via the public podcast feed. This was originally a Patreon episode, but I decided to release this because Travis is doing an album taping on Sunday, November 18th here in Halifax at Sniggly Wiggly's downtown. Two showtimes, that is 7 p.m. and 9.30. Tickets are only $10 in advance, so if you are in the Halifax area and if you enjoyed the episodes with Travis, come to the album taping. I will be there. I am very excited for him and it's going to be a really, really good time. Very, very quickly, some housekeeping items. Make sure you do subscribe to Intoxicated wherever you listen to podcasts. Hopefully, if you're already listening to this, you are already subscribed, but just make sure that that button is pressed. If you're enjoying what you hear, certainly consider leaving me an iTunes review or rating. I would super duper appreciate that. And give the podcast a follow on social media. That is Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast, all one word. The only place we don't have that handle is on Twitter, unfortunately, and that is in underscore toxicated. We are also on YouTube. Um, Subscribe to that YouTube channel. That is actually just Intoxicated on YouTube. And if you really, 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 really love the show, consider donating to our Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. If you don't know what Patreon is... It's just essentially a community you can sign up for. You can make a monthly donation and get rewards based on that donation. It's a good place to be. Lots of bonus content and various price points. So definitely check that out. And if you do have any feedback, comments, or questions, feel free to email us at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And most importantly of all, tell your friends about the show. It is the best form of promotion for us is word of mouth. So tell your friends to check out Intoxicated. That's about it, guys. I hope you enjoy this episode with Scott McLean. Hi, my name's Scott McLean. <laughs> we are good. We are rolling. Sweet. We are rolling on the Intoxicated Podcast. Hey, Intoxicated Podcasters. With Scott McLean. This Welcome. is Scott McLean here. I'm lying down. It's We're both great. lying down. Yeah. I do this on purpose because we can each have our own coach. Oh, my God. Situation. I'm probably going to make oh, this sound a thousand times during the podcast just because my back hurts. This is a really cool episode because you brought very freshly, is this batch freshly brewed beer? This batch was bottled, what's today? (laughs) (laughs) The 11th. He doesn't know where he is or what time it is or what day it is or what is even happening right now. Uh, uh, This is like, it's like you're dreaming. Sunday, this bottle, this beer was bottled on Friday night. Oh, okay, so very freshly. So it is less than 48 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Less than, probably less than 48 hours old. And, uh, yeah, ready to drink. And you made this beer, so we are drinking... Fresh homebrew. Fresh homebrew by Scott, and I'm drinking the watermelon? The slaughtermelon. Slaughtermelon. Watermelon Blondale. Okay. 5%. 5% cuz I'm a pussy ass bitch. That's a normal beer. Um I'm going to try to get the sound effect here. Okay. Don't flip it too much or it might foam over. Okay, so am I doing this right? So I got to angle the mug. Yeah, pretend it's a beer and then pour it. You can pour it a little more aggressive than that. I think I'm doing You're doing a great job. Pretty good. 
There's no head, which this... I'm used to. Hey oh. Oh, is that a <laughs> is that a beer joke or <laughs> definitely not. Okay. Okay, good. My hey oh ain't nothing. <laughs> and I'm gonna give it a taste. Have a taste. Ooh. That's good. It's pretty dirty, huh? You you can really taste the watermelon. I feel like sometimes with like the watermelon ales, you're like this is light, light and fruity, but like you don't taste watermelon. Is it is it artificial flavor watermelony? Nope. This is really good. It's pretty tight. Damn. Yeah. This is definitely a Sarah beer. That was made with one point five pounds of watermelon per gallon of beer. So I had to chop a watermelon in half. And then buzz it with an immersion blender, and then steep it at a hundred some odd degrees for fifteen minutes. Cool it down, dump it in the beer, and then wait a couple days. Is there shit floating in it? If there's shit floating in it, it's yeast, so not to be alarmed. But I don't I think don't there is. I don't see anything. I might just be seeing bubbles from here. Yeah, no, I think you're good. Sweet. This is really good. So you got. I'm gonna yours. crack mine. I'm... Okay, so tell tell me what yours is. Mine is an orange. IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have to have a sip of this too because I will try it. You never know. You might like it. This one's seven percent. It was made with fresh grated mandarin orange zest. Ooh. And uh, it's it's pretty tight too. It's a uh, uh, much more hoppy than yours okay so i don't know how you like bitter beers but if you don't because definitely a lot more head on yours you poured yours a lot quicker more aggressively yeah had to have to get the head you're supposed to have i mean that looks like a a cartoon too much yeah you're supposed to have (laughs) i think one finger width so i overshot oh is that what it is one finger one finger width of head to to uh hold the beer in i think it's supposed to keep the coolness in Ah. I could be very wrong. Have a sip. Okay. Tell me what you think. That one's very carbonated. I'm going to get a lot of... Uh, Too bitter? No, it's not bad. It's pretty tight. It it is is not my style. Yeah. Yeah. But I I would be able to drink that. I hated IPAs for the longest time because they... The first time I made one, I made a double IPA. And I tasted it. And I was like, I went back to Noble Grape, the beer store, and I was like, somebody sold me the wrong fucking cleaning fluid because this tastes like goddamn dishwasher detergent. And the guy asked me, like, is this the first time you ever made it? I was like, yeah, man. And he's like, you you killed it. This is exactly what it's supposed to taste like. I was like, why does it have that stingy sensation at the end? And he's <laughs> like, oh, that's hops. And I was like, oh. Okay, that's okay. Because I thought an IPA was a Keith's. Which is not at all. Right. They call it an IPA, but it's Which, not. by the way, I only learned recently means Indian Pale Ale. India. India. Because Pale. what they did was they added hops to beer to make it more, uh, to make it have longer shelf life, I believe, in the long journey from oh. India to India. It was back in colonial days. I don't know history, but <laughs> something like that. <laughs> This is really good. We got to do a cheers. It is tradition. To cheers. Ooh, I love that. Mm. With my Mother Webb's mugs. From yeah. Ganesh. Actually, you know what? The guy that made these mugs, the company that made them, is the same company that made the logo. Well. Oh, seriously? Not, How do you know that? They didn't make the logo. They made 
my buddy Wojtek made the logo. Uh, but these guys put that logo onto my bottles. Oh. How do I know that? Because when I went that? to pick up my bottles, they were making glasses from other webs. That's so crazy. <laughs> Jim Lime Glassware in Elmsdale, Nova Scotia. They make all the, uh, pretty much all the logoed mugs, glassware of any kind, anywhere. So if you see like a glass that has a thing anywhere in the Maritimes, it was like probably, probably done by them. Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get intoxicated mugs at some point. You could. They're not cheap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's why I don't have any merch right now. Yeah. I'm like, no one's going to fucking buy this stuff they, anyway. <laughs> to get my bottles made, a pallet is 500. I did not get 500 bottles made, but that's what the guy usually does. And he said a pallet of 500 is twenty. Two hundred dollars. Jesus get made. Christ! Which only works out to be four dollars and forty cents a bottle. But, but you, but and with those, like you have to buy a lot. You got to buy a lot. Like yeah. it, it's not like you can buy twenty. Mine ended up being five dollars and eighty-seven cents a bottle because I got a smaller. I only bought one hundred and forty-three. So right. better to buy in bulk. Damn! So you're getting into this brewing thing. I'm getting into it. I made one hundred and fifty-two liters today, so that's a lot of fucking beer. Damn. I started off just in... I got into brewing because my buddy made one from Noble Grape, and it was like... He's, I was tasted it. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. How much beer did you get? And he was like, I got, I don't know, two two-fours worth of beer. Right. So I was like, sweet. And then I got decided I would do it because he only paid 50 bucks for two two-fours. I was like, I'm going to save all this fucking money on beer now. Yeah. And then I was talking to a guy on Reddit the homebrewing thing and he is like getting into homebrewing to save money on beer is like buying a yacht to save money on fish it's not gonna you're just gonna all your gear is gonna outweigh the cost but of, in the long run will it probably not but you might make money off of selling it maybe if i ever do that you'll sell it maybe make a killer instagram i could but Use then I have to get taxed tags. by the government, and I don't want to get taxed by the government. But is is it more of a business for you, or is it more of a hobby? It's a something hobby. that you like, just like doing. It's a hobby. Yeah, it's a thing I like to do. I like to have like I made eight kegs worth of beer today. Right. It's nice you to have, have eight kegs fucking, of beer. You should have a big party. <laughs> well, I have a buddy who wants me to make him some uh, for New Year's parties and stuff yeah. like that. Back in the summer, I was going to make one for a friend, a uh, 19-liter keg for a friend. And as I was taking my carboy down to the basement where I store them, I dropped it and oh, smashed it. Oh, shit. So fucking... That sucks. 19 liters of beer and broken glass Holy all went shit. and filled an entire fucking... Oh, it was brutal. God. Most of my brewing experience is me standing around or sitting around saying cunt. <laughs> because I'm fucking up or spilling something and just losing my shit constantly. Like today was bad. Today was just like, I what is it? I always say it. I, I say it instinctively. It's like, I think it's just cock sucking motherfucker fucking cunt whenever mm -hmm. i do anything if i spill a little bit of something it's like i get so like intense when i'm doing it and like i'm like go 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 and then if i 
do something. So are you, what's your star sign? My star sign? Guess. I, I. Keep in mind, I'm a giant asshole. You're not a giant. Okay. We're going to get into that. I'm a giant asshole. I am come off as a cocky douche. Okay. So another thing we have to cover before we get into that is friendship origin story. We really just formally met tonight. So really, that's the friendship origin. Well, I know you know Kat. Kat. Oh, yes! Yeah, I How worked, did you know her? I worked with Kat in, uh, at Kudo for like that's two hilarious. years. That's hilarious! Yeah, so Kat's okay. my girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Kat if you're listening. Yeah, Kat. I love Kat. Kat's the shit. She's always baked at work, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 and uh, we will not name last names. <laughs> Kat was. I already did. Oh, we'll, we'll bleep it. Bleep it or something. Yeah. or don't. She won't care. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Kat was part of the cool crew at Kudo. There right. was like me, Kat, and Leo, and we were the cool kids. I.e., we were the three that smoked weed. <laughs> that was nice. pretty much it. Everybody else was super square. A lot of sexual assault at Kudo. Oh, seriously. Uh, but not in a, oh no, I gotta tell HR way, in a, ha ha sexual assault kind of way. Like the gray area, joking. Like, we worked in a booth where we would have to work, like, reach into cabinets, on, mm-hmm. and we'd be, you know, with all the cabinets would be beside our legs while we were dealing with customers. So what we would always try to do is make each other feel uncomfortable where we're dealing with a customer, and so if I was going to grab a, a phone from the safe or like reach for a case that was in the cabinet by someone's leg we would always just go excuse me and then like slide our legs right from like upper crotch basically touching a dick or a vag oh my god on the (laughs) on the slide down to the bottom shelf and then so a really intense game of footsies yeah and it was all just basic. Like one time when I was working in Toronto, and this was that was kudo, and that was just like a thing that we always did was just like sexually harass each other while we were reaching for accessories and phones. Oh my god! Uh, and then when I was working at the kudo or the Telus in Toronto, uh, the number one sales rep—I won't mention his name. I don't think he works there anymore. The number one sales rep for Telus, uh, something like it's if he was if he was still working there, it'd be ten years in a row. It was six years in a row. Wow. The guy's a fucking animal. And he's the biggest goof. And he used to, whenever I was, <laughs> whenever I was signing a contract with a customer, and I could, I had to be professional and be going over the contract with them. He'd pretend he was like coming over to get a, ca- a, a pen from the drawer beside me, and he would just go, "Excuse me, Scott." And then he would push his ass against my leg and fart on me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most disgusting. Like it, it's it was. Horrible to have just because you can't do anything no. and you feel the vibration of someone's ass and oh my god it was. Would you crack up? No, I had to keep it together. You had to keep it because he'd only do it if I was dealing with someone that I had to like. Right. S- like if you're dealing with a a younger couple, you could probably be like, man, what the fuck. But yeah. if you're dealing with like a regal, like older lady or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> someone said regal recently, and I've been just trying to throw it into my vocabulary. No, I, I, I get the, like, someone who looks fancier. Yeah. Than yeah. The, the, the normal person. Bitch wearing a shawl. Yeah. You can't be like, dude, you fucking farted on my leg. Yeah. Like, you have to keep it together because your commission's kind of riding on it, right? Yeah, you It should give do. you a bad review, and then you're getting shit. So, so anyway, but that's you kn- how I know Cat. 
And then how I know you is through what? Comedy? We matched on Tinder a while ago. A long time ago. <laughs> but I've matched with everyone on Tinder. I know. So don't get too it's excited. It's just funny <laughs> to me. Same thing happened with Dan. When Dan came on my live stream. Andy? Was that, yeah. When Dan came on my live stream, I was like, you know, we know each other through comedy shows and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but we, we talked on Tinder like over a year ago. And I made him read the conversation. You had I the opened conversation? With, I opened with, I was very drunk when I matched with him. I've never, I've actually still have yet to see any of Dan's stand up. Oh, Dan's pretty good. Um, But like at the time I just was going off his profile that he was a comedian and my friend, we were hammered at Fickle Frog and she's like, just tell him that he's not that funny. Oh, nice. <laughs> so my first message to Dan on Bumble was, you're not that funny. <laughs> and what did he say? Did you, did you scream? I don't really remember. This? I think oh. it was just like small talk, you know, typical online dating. Yeah. Yeah, that's shit. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I just, I just really suck at it. Oh, all women fucking suck on it. Here, you want to do, you want to do good at online dating? Fucking talk. <laughs> Respond. Stop um, waiting for every goddamn guy to write a soliloquy. But you for gotta his understand too, message. women are matching with a lot of dudes. Yeah, women, but women don't realize that you can run out of right swipes. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You didn't know until, that until recently. I knew that. Yeah. I I found out recently about but that. But you went like a couple, of y- and and it wasn't you that found out, or Someone was it you? Me. Someone told you. Yeah. I don't think there's a female on this planet. Well, maybe there's some real desperate ones, but I don't. I don't even know if those ones. I don't think there's a female on this planet that knows you can run out of right swipes. But a guy does. Fucking ten minutes into owning Tinder. Because you're like, ah, I do it. Well, do you right swipe on everybody? No. I right swipe sometimes and I'm like, you know what? Like sometimes I'll be like, no. But then I'll be like, "Ah, what if she gets a good blowjob? Oh my God. Okay. What would make someone based on pictures make you think that? Well, I don't know. It's just like maybe I'm about to right swipe the best or left swipe the best blowjob I've ever had. Okay. No, I see what you mean. Like, it's like, ugh, I don't know, but hey, maybe. Yeah. Or I'll look at someone and I'll go, I'll be like, ah, I'm not really feeling that. But I'm like, ah, me, you know, maybe she has a good personality. So that one's like a nice oh, guy thing, interesting. Right? Okay. Maybe her but personality would... takes her from a five to a seven. Ugh, rating scales. Oh, they don't exist. Don't use a rating scale. What? There's, there's a scale. I mean, like, I say that, but in my head, I don't say it out loud, but there is kind of a rating scale. Everyone has a scale. Whether or not you're going to put a number on it, there is a number on it. Yeah. And you'll do, you'll right swipe a, a girl, every girl right swipes their, like, seven or up. I not a lot like of right swipes on on, on a females aren't doing a lot of right swipes on sixes or lower. I would disagree. You're six. No. What? You're six. Everybody has their scale. Like, there's. I'm a six to you? No, 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 no. Not you are a six. Oh. Your <laughs> ownership, your. You're six. So, like, there might be a guy, for instance, who's, like, super hot. Mm-hmm. His six is going to be, like, my eight or nine. Yeah. Because he's he can get. 
my 13. Right. Which is just his normal 10. I don't think he has higher than a 10 because he's so gorgeous. Like, if we had, like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's his he's not swiping on anyone I am matching with. Hmm. Everyone that I match with, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's... he's we he's match, getting... so you're saying Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't match up with me. I think that's kind of what I am saying now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's a dickhead move Do you know because th- you made it offensive to you <laughs> when I was just being like I, I mean, mean I'm I have no illusions of grandeur I I know he wouldn't match on me no, I'm too cool not, for him How do you know this now I'm too cool for him All right what if he likes podcasters He he only goes for like really boring looking models He goes with like he goes with the type of girl that I would want to bang, but I wouldn't want to listen to. Okay. That I was like, I was like, she's hot, but I would never want to put up with her shit. Mm, I think it's hard to know any of this stuff based on looking at a profile. Well, that's the thing about Tinder. Is Tinder is Tinder asks the question, "Would you?" Yeah. And a right swipe is yes, and then both parties have to act as if they didn't just say yes to that question. Because nobody's swiping on personality. You might swipe on a, like, there might be a, eh, maybe, but then you read the profile and you're like, oh, they seem funny. There's also ones that are you're like, oh, he's not that attractive, but his profile is really funny and it caught my eye, so I'll give him a right swipe. Or as a female, he's not, he doesn't look that attractive, but he looks See, like he has a lot of money. He, okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm I don't yeah. actually I was talking about this with a friend last night and yeah it is a little bit hot seeing a guy making that money but like it's not a defining factor not a def- not no it's not the only factor but as a female to say it's not a factor that's a fucking load of it's horse more shit about, it's more about do they have their shit together like and are they passionate about something? What if they have... How are you going to know they're passionate by a picture? Mm, well, you might not necessarily know it from the picture. you got to fucking write a good bio. Write a goddamn good bio. Why don't women I write re- I good have a good bios. bio on mine. I don't know what your bio is. Do you want to read it? Read it out. You read it. <laughs> you read it in the voice that no, you would be saying No, I don't want to read my it. own profile. No, you read it as... Like how you would be saying it. <clears throat> no, I, that makes me feel weird. No, because you're got to sell yourself. So you're selling yourself to Tinder, to the Tinder world. So you got to sell yourself. Mine's not like eloquently written. It's more hey, bullet points. My name's Sarah. No, it's host, producer of the Intoxicated Podcast, a drunk comedy podcast. Okay. Looking for someone to share pizzas with me. Okay. And maybe a wedding date. Oh, coming on strong. That was during summer. I got to change that. <laughs> Not as many oh, weddings. Oh, a wedding date. Yeah. Like to take to a wedding. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think. I, think, <laughs> I should I think, probably change that. <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like. We're sharing pizza and a wedding date. Maybe a wedding date. And then I say, so I say PR geek slash event planner, TV addict, lover of live music, adventure seeker, popcorn connoisseur, because I am. Um, now, open book with very little filter. Popcorn connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. 
Does this mean you buy that popcorn dust and just dust popcorn? Don't dust it on the popcorn once it's popped. You put it. (laughs) 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 So I have a whirly pop. It's like a fancy old style. Pops it up and pushes it. So what you do is you put your kernels and your oil in there, and you mix it in with that before it's popped. So and then you get that movie theater style popcorn, and then you take it a step further and you add some real butter to that shit. Yeah, salt it one more time. I mean, I know how to make old school style popcorn. But a connoisseur, you got to be trying some different styles. Like a, I've also made sweet and salty popcorn before. Have you made a balsamic vinaigrette popcorn? No. Well, why not? Well, I like what I like. I like movie theater Butter. buttery salty <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, I'm not one of these bitches that puts flavor packages on my movie. Go fuck yourself. You come to a movie with me and do that. Okay. You're you out. know what? You're I out. don't disagree. No. I, I don't disagree with that. I like. Uh, I like. The I do like the dill pickle. I do like the buffalo and the cheddar. White cheddar is delicious. White cheddar and orange cheddar is pretty tight. Orange and cheddar. Blah. It's just just it's just the same shit dyed orange, isn't it? Oh oh oh! I thought you meant like it was like orange flavored cheddar. No, not and that not would make me citrus want to cheddar. That <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. That would be disgusting. But yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm. I'm more of a standard popcorn guy. Oh, Fucking same. butter, movie theater. <laughs> What's this dinging about? Okay, so the bell is when you agree with something. Okay. Um, or if like like someone bur- like if if it's like a good joke or like. What a was good the last thing. ding? Um, when I called you out on Leonardo DiCaprio, not. Oh yes. Uh. <laughs> so so then my my and then this popcorn connoisseur. Open book with very little filter. And then I said, because this is the thing. I have a Wonder Woman picture in here. Okay. And I have a hot dog picture. Okay. Which opens it up for a lot of jokes from guys. Yeah, that's smart. jokes. Um, so I wrote, How yes, times- that's a Wonder Woman costume. Duh. And no, I'm not always dressed up like her. Bo- bonus points if you can resist commenting on the hot dog costume with a cheesy wiener joke. Okay, I was going to say, how many wiener jokes do you get? Tons. Even though I put that. Yeah. yeah. Even though I put that. But you're kind of setting yourself up for it. And no, I'm not saying... to mention, guys don't always read the profile. I know. Fuck. A lot of times, just a quick right swipe. Give I her a chance. That. But you got to read it before you message someone, at least. Uh, that's what. See, this is the thing. I think, uh, I think men need to start turning shit around. How so? I think women need to do more. To impress men these days, <laughs> elaborate. It's on us. It's always fucking on us. Okay, do you mean like making first moves? Uh, and... It's like it's like okay. Uh, a lot of these chicks on Tinder will be like, "Oh, don't message me if you're just gonna say hey and what's up." It's like then I'm gonna type like a fucking clever ass opener based mm-hmm. on your profile relevant mm-hmm. and you're not going to respond and okay. i wasted all this time thinking i of, agree that's douchey yeah it's douchey for anyone to not not respond i don't think anyone has owed responses though anyone not even me owed like it's a dating app like there's so many reasons why someone might not respond maybe they deleted it well fucking delete delete me then yeah delete me but I, I guess I just mean until you're engaging in active conversation, I don't think people should be getting upset that they're not getting responses. 
yeah, sure. But it is awfully stupid when you go and like scroll through and there's like 20 matches that just are you saying radio silence. Hey, what's up or something? Or worst is like three messages back and forth. And then you're like, oh, conversation's going somewhere. Oh. Yeah, no, that sucks. I do admit that that sucks. But women use this shit for validation. But how many times will you message someone? Like, say you message someone once, mm-hmm. didn't get a response. How many more times would you try before you, you would just say, fuck it? Usually I open with something witty. So when I do a witty response, or when I do a witty thing, or like ask a question or something like that, then I'll, I might... Do one more message that would be like, so no, huh? Or something like that. Just be like, I, just like, I don't know, what the fuck are you supposed to say? What are you supposed to say? After you after you get denied one message, and then it's always the same message you get back. Oh my God, I never checked this thing. It doesn't give me <laughs> notifications. And you're like, all right, I don't even give a shit. Like, Yeah, no, you're right. Just as you're saying this, I got a Tinder message from someone named Mark. He just wrote, happy anniversary. Hey. I don't understand. You're supposed to say, what is this? Our anniversary of what? And then he'll say, our wedding date. It's set for a year. Or of the first time we banged. No, stop. September 16th. We matched September 16th of this year. So it's... And he just messaged you now? Yeah, I think. So happy anniversary. Oh, maybe he's a fan. When's the first time you made this podcast? Oh, no, it was like end of February. The first one? Yeah. Maybe he's bad at anniversaries and what they (laughs) mean. (laughs) Message him. Should I write back say what anniversary? Anniversary of what? Because that's what he's waiting for. He's got a sick joke This is good timing. Um, Anniversary of what? I'm trying to find our conversation, but I can't find it. I may have deleted but the app. I remember you wanting me to cab out to your place. I was probably saying, let's make out. It's usually my opening. Yes. Yes. Because what What's I do. What's with that? What's with that? Because it's like, who the fuck is going to actually message someone to say, it's, it, it determines whether or not the person has a sense of humor. Or, a, okay, that's Fair. No one is. If you're gonna cab to my place and make out with me after a message, I'm not telling you my address. But I am, because who's gonna do that? You, I'm pretty sure you gave me your address. I might have given you the address after a while, maybe. But that might have been after I determined that you had, we, you were able to talk. We matched once. We talked, and then we matched again. And usually, you, it's, you wrote. Ugh, you again. I always write. <laughs> I always write ugh you again to anybody I've done a multiple match with. <laughs> Actually, one chick. Uh, uh, so I do joke at yucks and something about sucking a dick for a million dollars. Then I lower my price and I say, "Who wants to buy me a beer?" And this and what girl. Did Sarah do? Uh, oh yeah, you said you're going to buy me a beer. I left before I got a beer. Um, <laughs> Um, but this chick actually bought me a beer at Yucks once, and uh, and uh, Daniel brought it over to me. He's like, yeah, this girl bought you this beer. And I was like, oh, sweet. Okay. And so then afterwards, the show, she came up, and she was like, hey, I bought you the beer. And I was like, oh, she's kind of cute, whatever. So then we, uh, we had some drinks, and then we went to meet up again another time. 
And then she, like, fucking gave me the whole, I don't know. Oh, I'm busy. I went out to, like, meet her at the place. She totally stood me up. Aww. Now, I don't care because I was at Eastside Mario's and I was getting chicken wings. So it's like, <laughs> if you want to sit down and watch me chicken wings, I'm cool. That's what I'm here for. Company's great. But it's like a bonus if you show up, but if not Well, I, mean, I thought I was gonna get laid because she had <laughs> she had we were talking at the bar after the fact, and then she right before she left, she kisses me and she's like, I had to do that before I leave and I was like Ooh. Nice. Okay, cool. So then she takes off. Great. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, Hey, we'll meet up again. Whatever. Go have some drinks. Just me and you this time because it was like me, her and her her friend that did MMA or some shit. And she was like crazy. Her friend, I actually like, her friend was so much more interesting than her. Her friend was, I, I think may, maybe that's why she was mad at me is because like, I was so interested in her friend. Her friend wasn't, I didn't find her hot or anything You like were just that. fascinated with what she, she did. She, she, she was a badass. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. so you are a fucking cage fighter? And I started talking to her about like training and stuff like that. And, and I just had more t- relatable shit to talk to her about. But then she stands me up. And I matched with her again today. This is today like today on Tinder. This is a got to be a year since that happened. You should at message least her and say year. happy anniversary. I messaged her. I said gas because she messaged because she was supposed to meet up with me one time, and she didn't. And then she was supposed to meet up with me, and I, and she said something came up. And I give people benefit of the doubt because yeah. I'm a trusting person because I fucking feel like hey maybe they're right. And also, two things can get busy sometimes, and literally sometimes it's fucking hard to schedule. And who the fuck am I? I'm yeah. some fucking stranger. Like, yeah. you don't owe me shit, right? There you I go. Don't, I don't. I don't. Not, not to mention, who the fuck are you? <laughs> You're some fucking yeah. stranger. Mark wrote me back. Just pause on the story for a quick second. What did he I say? I got a message back from Mark. He said, nothing. I just couldn't figure out a way to break the ice. Nice uh, to meet you. Oh. oh. <laughs> say something real bad. You should have said, uh, fuck, never mind. I don't know how that opener works. <laughs> how much does a polar bear not, weigh? He was not expecting me to, to write him back. Oh, I thought he had a setup. Well, he just, well, I mean, why would you open with happy tell anniversary? Him he, tell him, he, I hope you just told him he dropped the fucking ball on that one. Who's this Mark guy? Say, Mark, you dropped the ball. I don't even think he's that. I, this is my problem. I give my friends my phone a lot to, like, go on Tinder, like, either married friends or people who aren't on it, just to, like, have fun and go on it. And then they, they match with a bunch of guys. That, be like, careful I, with that. They might be swiping left on your soulmate. I know. I had, I fucking had, I was going through Tinder once and I had my friend there and she was like, no. And I was like, no, what do you mean? Look at that. And she was like, eh, not my style. I'm like, you're the fucking asshole. Well, you should never go into it looking for your style if you're taking over someone's Tinder. You need to be thinking of that other person. I would take over my style. Yeah. I'd be going my fucking style. Hmm. It'd be all about what I'm going to go for. Interesting. Because I know that I'd be swiping left on all the douchebags. There's a lot of douchebags on Tinder. There's gotta be, and I. That's why one of my my Tinder profile has changed a number of times. One of them was not as douchey as I look. <laughs> uh, but go back to your story, okay? So oh yeah. Ma- so then I. So I, I was gonna go out with her, and then she left, or she said something came up, had to work late, whatever. I was like, I right, whatever, no biggie. And then the second time, 
I think she straight up fucking ghosted me. And I was just like, I right, whatever. And then she like messaged me again and I just stopped talking because I was like, fuck that. So sometimes I will match, like I'll right swipe someone that ghosted me or someone that like, you know, like yeah. I matched with before and had a bad experience yeah. with, whether it be conversation or meetup. I'll always right swipe just to, to like check in because it, it's funny, right? Yeah. It's a it's a good experience. So when I messed with her, I just put gasp. Okay. Uh, g- 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 ghost. <laughs> and then she, <laughs> she put uh, she just said LMAO because she's an idiot and has no brain. So. Oh. Yeah. Didn't give that a second chance there. Uh no, probably not. I mean, I uh, I think I said I'd ask you out for a drink, but I know that wouldn't work or something like that, or I know how that would go. I just give her a bunch of shit. With you not showing up? Yeah. <laughs> I've had some fun fucking Tinder dates. Yeah, what? what's... Give me your whole Tinder... Well, my history. favorite Tinder date was I went out with this Asian chick. And no, it doesn't matter that she's Asian other than for why I'm going to do the accent. Because she did have a thick Asian accent. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, if my buddy has a raspy voice and I'm imitating him, I'll do a raspy voice. This lady had a <laughs> no. thick Asian accent. And uh, she told, and you say that you're, what, an uh, unfiltered open book? That's me. So I am very much the same thing. And I gave up on. I mean, on you're not totally the same thing because you won't talk about certain things. On, on uh, this right now, no. Uh, but. <laughs> Give me a year or whatever. We'll see where I'm at. Um, wait till my parents die. You'll talk about it off mic, though, maybe. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. I have no fucking problem. Um, but uh, she was a very much a like social justice warrior. Oh, like, great. Big time. And I had given up on trying to impress people because I've had several relationships where I did what I had to do to either please that person or impress them. And I've sacrificed who I am to make the relationship work. Cause I felt like that's what they wanted. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. And then you get burned anyway. So and then like, I get burned well, anyway. Fuck. And actually, and I find that it's uh it's just, it's, it's not the right way to do it. I just was, I was miserable for three years doing yeah. that once. And I was like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. And then I got tired of fucking having to impress women all the time. And so I said, I'm just going to fucking be me and say what I feel. Uh-huh. And if they don't fucking like it, then whatever. Because I'm sure there's somebody out there who will get it. That's a great attitude. I kind of have a similar attitude right now. Too. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, you're like, it's like you go out on the first date and then you try to be the person that you, your best person. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to be me. I go, I go more me than normal. Yeah. So I will give someone actually more Sarah-ness at them to see how they can take it. Because if you're doing this one to me, like telling me to tone down, you're not going to be able to roll with me. Well, that's the thing. This lady said, uh, she said, we're talking about um, waiters and how I always tip. Even when I get shitty service, I'll tip. But one time I didn't because the waitress was being a total fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh my God, you can't say that word. It's so misogynistic. And I was like, Bitch? Bitch? She's like, Yeah, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. It's sexist. And I was like, Hold up. What do, what do you mean? I was like, She was being a That's bitch. That's a personality thing, not a gender thing. Yeah. I was like, Is it is it misandrous to call a 
guy a dick when he's being a dick. Right. And she's like, oh, just, you cannot say it. It's so sexist. Every time the word is said. And I'm like, no, wait, hold on. And I was talking about like, my friend Courtney. I've known her since I was three years old. She's been my best friend for fucking, since I was three years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to say, who, someone was like, who's that? Oh, that's Courtney. She's my bitch. Courtney would laugh at that because she would yes! think it's almost endearing, right? It's just, just like, that's just Scott being an idiot. She wouldn't think it's like sexist and horrible to take. And uh, I explained this to her and she's like, no, no, no. Every time it's said it's sexist. And I was like, but she's, she's so we, she kept, she, I wouldn't let up and she wouldn't let up that it was sexist. So I just said, look, I said, uh, she, she goes, you just don't say it around me. And I was like, look, I'm not going to change the way I speak and yeah. the words I say because you refuse to af- accept the context in which yeah. I'm saying them. Also, that's such a light on the like on the spectrum of words to be offended by. Bitch. Oh, really? God. Like, really? Like, cunt I understand. Cunt's a little, it packs more of a punch. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 phonetically. It, it really a does. T. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch has like a bit of an ocean I like, to the end. I like bitch. Excuse me. Um, sorry, people. Do we ding the bell now? Is it every time you burp? No. Oh, it's only when I agree with something or if you say a good joke or a burn. Oh, or a burn. I thought I heard burp earlier. Burn. Um, it's not a burp bell. So we had to change the conversation like ten times. Okay. Like, because it was just one thing I didn't agree with that she was like, I can't handle this. And then it was like another thing. And she was like, okay, we got to change the topic because she was getting so upset with everything <laughs> I said. And we were at Chain Yard, and I think we had two, like, flights of ciders or whatever at this point. And she goes, and then at one point, and I'm like, and I, when I, when the bitch thing came up, I was like, Operation Scorched Earth, this is going, this date is going nowhere. So I'm just going to burn this to the ground. And I don't care. Like, I'm going to go, like, I'm just going to, like, I'm not going to agree with anything she says if I don't agree with it. I'm just going to, like, because people will do, say what they have to say to get. You're not going to sugarcoat things for me. No, I'm just going to be me. And instead of digressing, I'm going to argue the goddamn point, which I am a notorious cunt for doing anyway. And, uh, (laughs) and then, so I'm like, this girl hates me and it's hilarious. And then at one point she just goes, so, like, do you want to have sex? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. And that's a large reason why I hate women. <laughs> okay. Wait. Did you? Yes. That day? Yeah. Did you um, stay in touch after? or Never talked to her again. So it was kind of a hate fuck. No. I think it was. No, I didn't have no hatred. It wasn't. I think on her end, maybe. I think on her end, it might have been. Like I don't know what it was, but I was like, if it was me, actually, I was gonna say, if it was me and it was somebody I completely disagreed with, I wouldn't. But clearly, that's not the case. Maybe she liked that someone was for once actually like calling her out. I don't. Maybe like she was talking about her ex boyfriend, who was this like I don't know. Chinese guy who was like super noble and honest and kind and like very respectful and romantic and I'm like boring I mean you can still be those things and yeah have opinions you're an opinionated guy oh very much so 
over opinionated. So, like, what is this? This, um, you okay? So you think you're an asshole? Uh, I don't think I'm an asshole. You know, everybody else does. Everybody else does. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that? Uh, I I this is a therapy. Am a stereotype of a white douche, like visually. Yeah, Visually, I have the jaw, I have the hair, I I am loud, <laughs> I have good posture, so everybody thinks I'm puffing out my chest when I walk around, like, like I walk around like I own the place, like I've been told before. I was talking about that with an ex before, and she's like, I don't think you're douchey. She's, you're, like, you're always talking about how you think you're cocky, and, and I'm like, people think I'm fucking cocky because of the way I walk around, and she's like, no, you don't look... Co- Okay, well, maybe a bit. <laughs> like, she was in mid-defending uh, or, like, trying to disagree with me. And then she, halfway through her her rebuttal, she was like, yeah, I guess you do kind of look like a little bit of a douche. I think, so I saw your stand-up. And I think because you admit that you look that way, mm-hmm. it makes you less douchey. Well, that's sort of exactly it. It's that like you have to call it out. I have to. I feel like I have to call out that fact that I recognize that I look like a douche, or otherwise <laughs> everyone's just going to go, "Who's this fucking douche?" Think he is. Well, I love the I joke look. that you had about people cover their drinks around you. Yeah, that well, made me laugh. And when I was fat, like I was fat for a while. Oh, you're fat for a bit. I was when? fucking fat. Uh, how long ago was that? I was twenty three, twenty two to twenty four. No, 22 to 25, I think. So somewhat recently. Well, about six years ago, yeah. Okay. And I was like fucking, like it was, like a, a friend of mine came home for Christmas. He was hanging out with me, and then he went back out west. And he saw a friend of his that I went to high school with. And he is like, what did you do with Christmas break? He's, oh, I was hanging with Scott McLean. Oh, Scott, what's he saying lately? Oh, you know, he's good. He's good. He's put on a little bit of weight. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah I got a picture with him. And then he looked at the picture and he goes, oh, no, what happened? Like, <laughs> like, so you were fit before and you got fat. I was 160 pounds back in high school of like okay. played every sport, football, fucking hockey, everything. Yeah. And then I just drank and I still had metabolism but I went up to like 175 when I was like 19 20 and then that was like kind of like Scott put on a bit of weight since high school but not like fat fat I was still like in shape looking and then I went up to 200 pounds of no he doesn't work out at all like it was just <laughs> right uh there's a picture if you can google Sid Barrett, after he leaves um, Pink Floyd, years later, just like Sid Barrett after Pink Floyd, uh, there's a picture of him bald, wearing a white shirt and a big fat gut. He's just all schizophrenic and a recluse. Okay. And I had shoulder length hair, and then I buzzed it all for to donate. Okay. And I was wa- looked at myself on the way to the liquor store, and I looked exactly like that. Just this bald, Real- fat fucking... 
Oh, wow. Disgusting individual. Yikes. Is that the one? Are you looking at it? Is it this one? That's the one, yeah. <laughs> the white, just sunken eyes. Wow. So what, was it just life getting... Um. <laughs> Too much head. Um. <laughs> it was... <clears throat> Back when I was 22, 23, everybody was like posting those fucking Under Armour quotes. And everyone was like super into the gym. Being <laughs> like, if you don't lift, bro. Like, well, it was like, do you even lift, bro? I don't know if it was, do you even lift, bro, at that point. But it was just like, it was like the non-ironic version of that. It was like... If you're not pushing, you're not doing it, or something yeah. like that. And everyone was like super into the gym, and I didn't want to be associated with that douchebag culture. So I didn't go to the gym because I didn't want him to look like a douche who goes to the gym that cares so fucking much about how he looks. And then, like three years later, I was like, oh, I fucked up. Like, fucked up big time. So you didn't. Were you a bad eater, too? Or. I lived in Toronto, and. Almost ate almost exclusively McDonald's and Popeye's fried chicken. And I drank half a quart of black rum every night, at least half a quart with orange juice, which is sugary. Beautiful. Great drink. Um, Half a quart of black rum, uh, a fuck ton of beer. But it was because my metabolism just packed up and left at one point. That's what I had been doing since I was 17. But, but Eating, you like, got shit older and, and then the metabolism died and so. And then within like, yeah, within, within at least, I would say that the longest a year. Right. And then I was just a bag of shit. Shit. Like it was, I knew the Popeye's day, daily deals, like Up Monday, ahead. Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was the same as like double, uh, Tuesday type thing. Wednesday they had their uh, chicken sandwich, which was tight. Uh, Thursday they had three piece meal or something like that for like five ninety nine. Uh, Friday they had their like popcorn shrimp or some shit. Man, have you ever been to Popeyes? No, sounds amazing though. It's fucking. I mean, it's... I love fried chicken. Oh, you've had KFC, and you've had Mary Brown's. Okay, so. You... Mary Brown's is close to Popeye's. It's way better than KFC. Right. Like, the first time I had Popeye's, I was so upset. Like, I was I was happy and angry at the same time because all I had ever known was fucking KFC. And so I took a bite, and I was like, oh, what is this <laughs> magic? Like, this is incredible. And then I was like, what do you mean that? The fucking KFC has been what they call that fried chicken. Like that's what I grew up was adoring family buckets of that shit, that horse shit. Okay, it felt like I was fucking lied to. Like my dad wasn't really my dad. The skin on the fucking skin ain't shit. The skin is amazing. The skin is shit. No, Papa. No, fucking trust me. (laughs) Like you will be upset when you take a bite of Popeye's chicken because it is skins. Way a million times better. Does it fall off? It's fucking crunchy as fuck. Mm. Crunchy. Not like that soft. I feel like everything at KFC has been deep fried three days ago and then thrown into a fucking dryer right before it's served to you. It's like reheated horseshit chicken. That's and, fair. and if you have fucking Popeyes, it is 
crunchy, crispy outside, and then perfectly juicy on the inside. Mm. Like, it's fucking out of this world. And the first time I went there, I was loaded on the way back from my from going downtown. Went in to get a three-piece meal. I said, hey, uh, I'll get a three-piece meal. They are like, for a dollar more, you can get eight pieces of chicken. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. I'm fucking shit-faced, <laughs> of course. And so I woke up the next morning with a box of chicken on my fucking stomach. Oh. And just covered in crumbs. That's a low. And I had, like, I used to have my shoulder-length hair, too. So and Oh, my fat. God, really? So it was just like, it was a sight to see. It so is that rock bottom for Scott? Uh, <laughs> there's pictures on my fucking Facebook that are rock bottom. Me passed out with my pants around my ankles while my cats are eating the bowl beside me. But that was just a fucking Wednesday night. What like, the fuck happened? On Wednesday night? <laughs> yeah! I got drunk. Huh. I got drunk and, I don't know, would have been, I probably went out to a comedy show and then came home and started drinking and then, or kept drinking. Was bored, probably ranting on Facebook or something, and passed out. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do a lot of rants on Facebook. I rant. Um, I... Do you like to argue with people? Oh yeah, I don't like to argue. I like. I well, I can't say I don't. I can't say I don't like to argue because I clearly do. <laughs> but I don't. A lot of people misconstrue me with, "Oh, he just wants to be right all the time." Okay. And I definitely don't want to be right all the time. It's just that. <coughs> I have fucking thought these things through a million times and I've tried to hear them through everybody else's perspective and I've heard all the fucking arguments and my my argument my, like my perspective may have changed 10 times before it, it I got to the opinion that I have now. Right. And so people are like, "Oh my god, he just won't accept any other fucking argument." No, it's maybe your argument is shit. And mine is, I, you just haven't convinced me. Because everything for me is like, you can't make an argument based on emotion. Yeah, you mentioned this. So you you look at things purely based on logic. I try to. I like to think I do. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and logic is the only thing that will really convince me away from something. So it's like, if you're like, like it's like, okay, uh, saying things that are offensive. Uh well, uh, you can't say that. Somebody might get offended by it. And it's like, for whatever reason, you don't know the history of that or you don't know the the, 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 the. And to me, it's like, well, what was the context of what thing that the person was saying? Was it intended to offend? Because there's words that you can't say. Like, you can't say cunt. And it's like, oh, because one time a guy slapped me in the face and called me a cunt. And now whenever he, I hear cunt, I get triggered to think of right. fucking that horrible time. Well, uh, sorry, but if someone, if I'm calling my friend, you know, Courtney a cunt, I call her all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Courtney. She's a bitch and a cunt. <laughs> yeah. But if I call Courtney a cunt and then someone's like, you can't say that. That's offensive. But Courtney. Courtney's not upset by it. And Courtney's not upset. And who the fuck are you telling me what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying it in the context you're taking it as. And I apply that yeah. to fucking everything. I think a lot of people do that. They don't look at context. Enough. Never. Never. They just look at what it is and almost want to get offended. Oh, shit. And I get that. I get into that fucking argument all the time. Uh, it's funny. There was the argument about wearing uh, a bindi, the fucking uh, the little yeah. Indian dot. 
And uh, my friend was saying, oh, like she posted some article about, oh, you can't wear those fucking raves, white people. Dear white lady, how dare you wear these bindis? Don't you realize how horrible it is? Cultural appropriation, yada, yada, yada. Uh And then my friend who had been in South Asia, who was like encouraged to buy one by a bunch of Indians or whatever, were like, hey. You could buy these bindis. You look great, beautiful. Wear these to special yeah. occasions. Like they, they wanted them to embrace their culture. She had mentioned, "Hey, when I was traveling through Southeast Asia, these guys were like giving these. They had buckets full of bindis, and they were giving them to tourists all the time. Yeah. So if I wanted to wear that to a rave, you're saying that I can't wear that because I don't understand the history of that culture, and I'm stealing that culture. When in, in truth, that culture, a person from that culture gave that to right. me so you're saying i don't know the fucking history well you don't know the fucking history of the person that you're saying is stereotypical fucking white person's ripping off someone else's culture it's like yeah. everyone my thing is if you're self-righteous in one way uh i assure you you're a cunt in a million other ways <laughs> probably true everyone everyone who's like a standing up for fucking something yeah. is a piece of shit to in regards to a million other things yeah. and i say fuck you like you're a piece mm-hmm. of shit that's mm-hmm. it you're 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 at, at least i have the self awareness to recognize that i am garbage in some way or another but somebody else is like oh they're standing up and they're so fucking high and mighty right but uh but yes huh. it's uh i don't know it's and i think that's another reason why it's like I have strong opinions is because I don't think I'm some fucking special guy. I think I'm a jackass who's trying to learn. But so far, with the accumulation of my knowledge, this is what I believe. If you want me to change my fucking opinion, give me a logical straight line. Don't give me some stupid bullshit emotional, well, it hurts my feelings line. Because just because it hurts your feelings doesn't mean it hurts somebody else, right? No, you're right. So I... uh, yeah, I get really upset with that shit. And that's what really bothers me with like arguing online and whatnot. Yeah. Because everyone's I, just like, you're you're a piece of shit. And <laughs> and everyone just wants to call the other person. I can get my mind changed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was fucking going in. What's well, How do you say the date? How do you write the date? Month, day, year? Day, month, year? Um, I do month, day, year. Month, day, year, right? So I was on, I saw a thing that said day, month, year. Because days are shorter than months, months are shorter than years, or days are short, days are short, months are long, years are longer. So you should go day, month, year. And I was like, I was uh, starting to have the debate with my buddy, and I was about to fucking just tear into him. And I was like, no, man. I was like, days are shorter than fucking months, months are shorter than years, it should be day, month, year. He goes, what day is it? I go, it's November. Fuck, you're right. And I immediately changed my mind. No, it's not about... Uh, to me, it's what how it sounds. Well, it's it's September twelfth or whatever, right? It's November eleventh. It's November eleventh. It's November eleventh, twenty eighteen. And unless you're making a declaration, that's the only time you're gonna say on the eleventh of November. Like you're not gonna. No one says it's it's the eleventh of November. It's November eleventh. Yeah. So month, day, year. And there I was, you know, right into my fucking. I'm in attack mode. I'm gonna have a big argument with my buddy, and then he made fucking logic. He made sound logic. And I was what like, was the logic? Date, say the date. 
November, and I was like, it's August 20th. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. And I immediately changed. You just we, said month day, though. August 26th? Yeah. It goes November 11th, month day. I was on the day, month, year. Oh, you were on the And I was one. about to defend day, month, year to oh, the I death. I got you. I got you. I got you. But then he fucking said, say the date. And I went, no, it's August 26th. And it just Uh-oh. came out naturally. And then I just, day. and then we both burst out laughing because he was like, he saw like the hair standing on the back of my neck that I was going into fucking attack mode. And then he just, <laughs> and he just fucking speared me with logic. And I was like, I can't argue like that's too good of logic for me to deny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's how I am with any fucking argument. But everyone thinks that, oh, he just wants to be right. It's like, no, I just need a better reason to change my mind than, well, I think this way, right? So, yeah, you want facts. I, yeah, I want a little bit of, uh, I want a better argument. Because yeah. everybody, uh, you don't see it my way. Well, you're just not educated enough. It's like, well, maybe you're too educated. Is there any argument that stands out to you as one that most people disagree with you on? <laughs> You're like gonna regret asking this question. <laughs> no, no. There's. A... Uh oh. I'm gonna be doing. I'm hoping. I'm trying to do a podcast with my buddy Chance, who is black, and we're gonna call it the gray area because he's black and okay. I'm white. Black and gray. Black and yeah. white makes gray, That's right? What it does. And we're going to talk about the gray area of issues, the not black and white issues. Okay. We're going to talk about the nuanced things. And I'm sure the listeners can figure out one of the conversations that we've had that we've actually agreed on. But every time I bring it up to anybody, I'm fucking Zig Heil over here. And everyone thinks I want to fucking goose step my way around my living room, which isn't the case. So, we talked about blackface. Okay. Blackface. I said, hey, man, what if four white guys want to, who really like Cool Runnings, and they just want to dress up as an accurate portrayal of, cool, of, 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 uh, of the Jamaican bobsled team? He said, personally, I think it would be fucking hilarious. I think it would be a great costume, especially if they did it well. That would be hilarious. But that shit ain't going to fly today. And I'm like... Uh. All right. Well, if it's inherently racist, isn't every black person on the planet or every person of the afflicted demographic, whatever the conversation may be, if it's inherently racist, isn't everybody going to disagree with it? Isn't that the case? I mean, yeah. Okay, if I go around and I hit some guy in the back of the head with a baseball bat because he's black and call him a coon, is any black person on the planet going to go, well, I don't know if that was racially motivated. No. Every black person's yeah. gonna go, no, that's a fucking hate crime, right? Yeah. So if it's inherently racist, I think pretty much everybody of or inherently sexist or inherently whatever the case may be. Like some guy comes out and says, Hey man, women should be paid less than men. Huh. That's the way it should be, because they're worthless. There's no woman out there who's gonna defend that. But if You'd be surprised. Well that Yeah I mean, I don't know. It, it might. There might be someone out there. You never there know. There will be women out there who will who will debate the wage gap. Yeah. But they won't be women out there who will say a guy saying women are lesser beings, right. so they deserve to get paid less right. for the same work. Yeah. Because uh, one, they don't. Two, uh, they they. It's just a. If it is inherently Wrong. anti the 
demographic being talked about, everybody of that demographic is likely to be upset. Unless, probably, the, unless they're white. Probably be the only time. Because mm-hmm. white people always want to, like, seem like they're the, they're like, it's a virtue signaling. They want to seem like the, the, yeah. the, the, oh, you know, like, I have so many people that, I'm racist. I know I'm racist because I was raised in a systematically racist society. It's like, do you hate people of other races? No, but I know that my program. Well, no, cut it back. It go, you're going too deep. Yeah. Do you not like other people because of the color of their skin? No. Okay, then you're 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 not right. That's how I see it. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you can't talk about. Uh, I'm not. I'm not racist. Uh, my best friend's black or something like that and people are like that's a terror you can't say that oh let me guess my best friend's black like, isn't that a good determination of whether or not you're racist or not is if you choose to hang around people of other races like wouldn't that be a good like determiner that maybe you're not racist if you're cool with hanging out with people right. of other races yeah like doesn't that yeah I don't know how I don't know where we got <laughs> where it was like all of a sudden it's that's a defense that's just not good. It's like, my girlfriend's black. Oh, oh so I, I guess you're it, not racist, huh? I don't yeah, think, I guess not. I'm fucking her. Like, I clearly see past race enough that I would spend my life with this person of another race. Isn't the, but that said, you can't be douchey to other black people and then use that argument. Uh, depends on... Uh, I, I'm douchey to whoever... I look at people <laughs> how they look. And everybody does. Everybody in the fucking world looks at everybody for how they look. Not necessarily their race. But appearance. I see black guy in a suit down one alley and white guy dressed up like fucking some fucking hoodlum or some sketchy looking dude. Yeah. I ain't going down white guy alley. I'm going down black guy in a suit alley. Now change the races in those clothes i'm going i'm making the same fucking decision white guy in the cool su- in the in the nice suit versus black guy in the, the hoodlum clothes yeah. i'm going down white guy alley yeah and i'd go down black guy alley if it was a black guy in so a it's suit. more about appearances and, fucking yeah and everybody and, and everybody is like that and true. anybody who disagrees is a liar mm. is a fucking liar it's a sad truth. or an idiot <laughs> or someone that's gonna get the shit beat out of them right it's like that uh Ludicrous and Crash or whatever it was. Was it Crash? Was that a movie? Yeah. I think it was Crash and he was like giving these two white people shit for thinking that he was a gangster that was going to rob him. They're like, just because I'm black, I look like this, y'all think I'm going to rob you or some shit? And they're like, no, 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 it's not like that. And it's like, oh yeah. And then he fucking robs them. Right. This is great. Damn. Holy smokes. Okay. So that's why, and, and like, we can't have these conversations because we're two white people. And then all of a sudden, there's like someone's like, mm. "Oh, we needed to have a we." Someone else has to be here to interject, mm-hmm. and that's why I want to have this podcast with my buddy Chance because yeah, we we'll have the same. We'll post the exact same status on right. Facebook, but you'll get shit for it. He he'll have his entire family and friends all black going. Yeah, man, I agree with you. That is bullshit. And then I will post the exact same status, and it will be a bunch of white people going, "That's racist." No, never anybody black or or like whatever the demographic may be. They're never the ones that are going, "That's some racist shit, man." It's all white people going, "I can't believe you'd say that." Or 
if it's something that could be taken as sexist, almost all guys going, I can't believe you'd do that because someone wants to get fucking laid, right? I don't know. <laughs> this beer might be kicking in. What are your... So, I'm kind of the same on Facebook, though. Like, I like to post things that will... Inflam- make, start a fucking conversation. Make things a little interesting. Yeah. Because otherwise, Facebook is a bit boring. It's a lot of kid pictures and, like, people selling stuff. And I've got and- that. I do boring shit on Facebook, too. <clears throat> I probably do more of the boring shit in, in recently than I do of the argumentative stuff. But I asked uh, the other day, um, was it is it okay for white people to dress as, as Black Panther and wear the mask? Now, why can't you go as... as why? Because there's the cultural appropriation conversation that's always up there, right? Yep. It's like, are you, you're not allowed to do that because you're not allowed to do Druckus as fucking Pocahontas, even if you don't paint your face, I don't know, lighter? Yeah. I don't know, lighter, yeah. like a tanned color? Yeah. Even if you don't do that, you can't go as Pocahontas. That's fucking cultural appropriation. You're not allowed to steal someone's like you're not. Yeah, like that's I got a high. Struggle, I have right? a high ponytail extension. I could never be Jasmine. Yeah. So why can't? So so like is not is is it not the same being Black Panther wearing the mask, not the makeup? Hmm. Is it the makeup that's the racist thing, or is it the taking? Is it the representing of the person? Now a lot mm-hmm. of people will say it's the makeup, but. It wasn't that big of a deal when it was fucking Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. Mm. People, well, the context of that was if everybody understood. Oh, what was that? The context? Yeah, the context. Was it meant to be a dick? Then you're a dick. Were you meant not to be a dick? Then you're not a dick. That's the way I see it. If you're not trying to be an asshole, you're not a fucking asshole. Mm. You might be ignorant, but it doesn't mean you're a bad fucking person because, you know, if you don't know, now you know. I just feel like with something like that, it's... No, it's tough. I would rather not go there at all. Well, we can't. And this is why, again, I've got to have this podcast with fucking Chance. Because <laughs> Chance will fucking tell me... Chance will be like, yeah, I agree. And then, you know, some people will tell him he's a coon or a... a what is it? Uncle Tom or whatever. Mm. And so he's he's not holding up the the standard fucking opinion on this topic and it's like he's thinking differently he's just a he's just a what do you call it yeah uncle tom or whatever it's like maybe he's a guy with a fucking opinion on shit other than what he's just been told i think it's always a good thing to talk to people who maybe look at things a little bit differently yeah absolutely even if you don't agree but just hear them out well you have to because the only way, like, anybody who hears me and thinks I'm coming off ignorant, the only way I'm going to, like, there's some people that, I'm not going to talk to nobody if they're a fucking Trump supporter. If they're a Trump supporter, I'm fucking not talking right. to them. I mean, people that have been like, I'm tired of Trump supporters. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. I deleted so many people that were yeah. pro-Trump. Now pro-Trumpy is only going to be able to hear from pro-Trumpy. Yeah. And then pro-Trump's going to yeah, fucking right. get their stupid-ass ID and thinks everyone agrees with them. Yeah. You need to have someone there to say, hey, that person dis... Like, I got anti-Trump supporters on my... Or pro-Trump supporters on my fucking Facebook. Comedians from Toronto. A couple really? of them. Yeah, fucking... Nice guy. Fucking dumbass. 
Trump rhetoric, like just stupid. <laughs> well, he's the president. So what yeah. you gonna do now? <laughs> and every time I comment on his status, nothing ever comes back to refute the point that I'm making. It's your liberal snowflake who loves Hillary Clinton. And I start off every fucking conversation when I'm talking to him with, I think Hillary Clinton is a fucking psychopath, sociopath, war profiteer. And he still goes, yeah, well... He puts you in a box. That's it. And then whenever I go and see someone like, Trump is a colossal idiot. He's a Mm -hmm. fucking moron. I will not deny that. But he also sometimes does something that's not that malicious. And everyone's like, he's a horrible person. Right. Like, he'll do something stupid, like he's a dumbass, and people will call it malicious. And I think it's just buffoonery, right? right. Not all of Trump is malicious. Some of him is just a dumb motherfucker right. who shits on a gold toilet and doesn't yeah. know the rest of the world. A reality TV star yeah. who became a president. But then people are like, oh, you know, Trump's this horrible person for doing this. And I just pause it, you know, maybe he's just a dumbass. And yeah. then... The next thing you know, guess who's fucking alt-right racist fucking Trump supporter guy? Because if I go and talk to a Hillary Clinton supporter and tell them why I think Hillary Clinton's a fucking asshole, then everyone tells me I'm a Trump supporter. And if I talk to Trump supporter and I tell them why I think Trump's a fucking idiot, they all think that I'm a fucking Hillary supporter. Because everyone, it's easier to discredit the person than it is to argue their fucking point. And I like to argue the point. I like yeah. to say, hey, that's the point that you have. Let's fucking talk about that. And I've had friends go, why do you even bother, man? Why do you have that conversation? Why? Like, it's like, I'm like, I see stupid people say stupid things and I feel like I have to say something. Well, why does it even bother? Just let it go. And I'm like, because people, most people don't like conflict is the thing. Yeah. And then that's exactly what it is. Yeah, Because I've heard people talk about like, oh, I work with, you know, I work with people who are Trump supporters, but we just don't. I just don't bring it up at all. Because they don't want conflict. Because they like that person otherwise. Yeah. Otherwise, you like that person. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I have relatives in the States that are voted for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, you like that person otherwise, but you just don't go to that other area because you don't want to, like, ruin the friendship or create conflict or... Well, it's like Colin or, Kaepernick and taking a knee, right? Which I didn't understand that situation for the longest time. I think it's... But I recently... I think it's stupid because I guess what he was doing was protesting racism in America, is from what I understand. Uh, what? When are you ever going to stand up? Like, there's always going to be fucking racist. Be a little more specific, and then maybe we can get some shit done. But I don't... I say, Whatever. Take your fucking knee, man. Like, do it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And all the people that are thinking that he shouldn't take a knee... I'm like, what a bunch of assholes who think, though, you you stand for that flag. And I've heard that fucking you stand for the flag argument from those hillbillies so many fucking times that I'm like, these guys are dumbasses. But then this summer I was over in PEI and uh, (laughs) friends from Vermont that were up. And they had some friends, I don't know, fucking Middle America or whatever that were up visiting as well. Uh Uh-huh. And then they somehow we got on. I think it was in the recent news at that time, but he got on to fucking Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. And he started to go. This guy was ex military. And he's talking about how 
his fucking friends died in the war. He's like, you, you weren't, you know, my fucking friend died beside me. I was holding the motherfucker while he was bleeding out. And he died for that fucking flag. So you stand for that fucking flag because that's what my fucking friend died for. That's what I fucking risked my life for. And then all of a sudden, because when he started the conversation, I was like, ah, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to bite my tongue. Otherwise, I'm going to have to fucking have this conversation with dumb Bellow over here. And then he made some fucking sense. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Have some fucking empathy because that's the way this guy sees it. Now, then what I did is I put to him. I said, all right, man. I go, well, now look at it on the other end. Look at this guy grew up feeling like his fucking country never wanted him to be there. Feeling like that they fucking, that right. they, were, they were second class citizens. Right. Imagine if you were told you had to fucking drink at another fucking water fountain and it was legislation and your parents went through that shit. Like, isn't that fucked up? And then you're seeing all your friends getting the shit kicked out of them and, and, and yeah. getting shot in the streets. Like, you know, and you're seeing people wearing that flag kill you and your friends and your family. D- does he not have, should he not, don't you get why he would be st- wanting to take a knee? And we fucking got somewhere. Now, I didn't change his mind. But you had him see it. he didn't necessarily change mine either. Like, I mean, he, we both saw each other's perspective. Right. And that's what a fucking conversation with does. Now, if mm-hmm. I didn't talk to that guy, if I didn't say anything to him, he would have went on with his unempathetic view. He wouldn't yeah. have ever heard it. If I was just like, fuck that racist asshole and walked out of the room or walked away from the fucking bonfire, he never would have had the opportunity to have someone explain the other side to him. And I feel yeah. like that's where like everybody's going this way is like, that person disagrees, they are X, whatever yeah. it may be, racist, sexist, homophobic, whatever, and I'm not going to fucking... I'm not even give him my time. It's like, give him your time, you lazy fuck. Mm. You could change the, you could change that person's entire perspective on the fucking world, which could chain reaction to changing other people's goddamn mind about things. So like, yeah, I take a stand. I've fucking experienced that somewhat recently, actually. Not Mm. not on the scale that you're talking, but we're talking about me by a fucking bonfire. But on like. Online dating platforms. Mm-hmm. So dealing with dou- douchebags on online dating. So, like, I deal with that a lot. Yeah. Like, ridiculous stuff. Like, being oh, called names. With... Yeah. Um, being sent pictures. Like, like all this stuff. And, and I've always took the stance of wanting to stand up and tell these people off. But I was always told by the majority of people, no, don't do that. You're just going to give them what they want. Mm-hmm. And so it's a game. It becomes a game. But, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get that, like, if I say something, it probably is not going to mean anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, at least I'm saying something. Yeah. At least, but, but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, well, it depends it's a on, weird thing. It depends on what you're saying, and it depends who you're saying it to. Because yeah. some people, you might be just saying it to the person that wants that fucking reaction, right? Like, sometimes... And that's what most people think. And Most and, people think that the guys on online dating want me to get upset. Well, uh, the guy that sends an unsolicited dick pic... Yeah. Dealt with it recently. I think he's doing it... I, I, I have a hard time believing he thinks that the person on the receiving end is cool with it. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you could. Yeah. I don't know how you could. It's like it's like making it to 2018, thinking it's okay to say colored people. Like, no, yeah. it's not. It's not cool to say that anymore. Like, you, right. you dummy. Like, where have you fucking been? But if you're if you're uh, sending a dick pic unsolicited, and then the person like freaks out at you, isn't like isn't that kind of what he wanted? What did he? Was he well, really that's the thing. rolling I, the I, dice? I don't know. Maybe I need to interview someone who sends unsolicited dick pics. I send. I send dick their... pics. I haven't sent unsolicited dick. Pics. You've sent, but you've sent them solicited. Oh, solicited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, solicited. They're, and we talked about this Fucking on man. Facebook Messenger. The three Uh-oh. components of the. Yeah. What was it? Anticipation, desire, and uh, trust. And so, trust. No, it was comfort level. Yeah. Build up. Yeah. And trust. And on the way. I think you said, like, on the way yeah. to Oh, to yeah, dick on me. the way to dick me down. Now, not <laughs> I don't necessarily agree that the last one's a criteria because what if it's your girlfriend and you're away? No, 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 that's true. But I just mean that would make it even better. Yes, absolutely. Basically, it comes down to, do you want to see my dick pic? Okay, I will send you a dick pic. And I think dick pics need to be opened up and solicited dick pics need to be stood up for. And I think more women need to stand up. This is the soundbite for Scott McLean's episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. No, no, no. I I actually, okay, I will defend you Ring the fucking bell. I will. (laughs) uh, Because I, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm big into the picture exchanges, but I, I do them with people, again, people I've hooked up with already. There's a trust there. There's a, there's a dynamic there's already a dynamic there for the pictures to be exchanged. Mm-hmm. So, like, when that's the case, love a deck pic. Sure, send it away. So, like, I don't know what happened with Anthony Weiner way back when, but wasn't that a fucking solicited dick pic? Was he sending dick pics? Who's that? Uh, he's some U.S. politician. He was, like, a senator or something like that that was sending dick pics and fucking ended up getting, like, booted because, oh, he was sending dick pics. And everyone's like, I can't believe he'd send a dick pic. And I'm like, you never sent a dick pic. I mean, there's people out there who don't send dick pics, and, you know, fucking hats off to you, man. You're you're smarter than me. <laughs> Never smart to send a dick pic, because fucking Google's going to get a hold of it anyway, and if you ever try to run for office, they're probably going to throw that shit in your face. Just don't put your face in it. Make sure you're doing it with someone that you're in a current thing with. Yeah. Because even if you, you break up with that person, you, you just say, at that time, I was hooking up with this person. Yeah. I had pictures of fucking exes that had done me very, very wrong, and I didn't fucking reveal that shit because I'm not a piece of shit person. I, I've had my nudes <laughs> shown at parties. Yeah, like, like you know, like the guy, like here. Look. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a that's, that's douchey. A, that's douchey. That's a piece of shit person. I don't think I don't know. I don't know. Like, is that a guy thing or is that a? That well, guy thing. If you okay, do you have Snapchat? I loathe Snapchat, <laughs> but I have Snapchatted. So, like, have you ever gotten sexy pictures via Snapchat? Sure, yes. Have you ever opened them with a friend watching? No. Okay. Yeah. No. It's kind of a similar idea. Now, I have shown pictures to a friend with the consent of the person. With the consent. With the. I don't know. And I'm like, I'm doing it. Oh, God. Okay. Consent of a girlfriend. 
Well, that's not really consent. Uh, yeah, it was because she was laughing about it. And, okay. uh, and then maybe, maybe someone might have watched once or twice. Like, okay. So, so like, there's levels for sure. Yeah. There's levels. Ultimately, it comes down to is this person cool with it? Go for it. And if, yeah, it's, it's a, it basically comes down to like, it's like cheating. Cheating. Yeah. Is it cheating? People go, is it cheating? Well, if your fucking partner was here watching, would they be okay with this? Exactly. No, that's cheating, fucko. Yeah. Like yeah. dumb ass. Yeah. Now would it, now are you talking to someone and like flirting a bit? I'm a flirtatious person, so I flirt basically with everybody. So that is like if I had a crazy girlfriend who was like, I can't believe you're talking to her like that. Not that. That's not cheating. But if I'm fucking rubbing your goddamn leg or kissing if it's, your If it's neck, crossing a physical barrier. We had or a, if it's, yeah. We had a, it's actually funny, girl messaged me recently that I had never hooked up with. But there was, it was so fucking funny. I'll talk about this as far as sexual stuff. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> so she, she had a boyfriend. We were, I think I was 19 or 20. And, like, at peak horniness, right? So we were drinking, and it was, like, in a residence. And she was like, I think we started to make out. And she was like, making out's not fucking cheating, because it's just kissing. And I was like, I'm single. If you say so, let's fucking, (laughs) you're hot, and let's do this. And she's like, but you can't fuck me. And I was like, all right. (laughs) We'll We'll see. And <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll see where things go. I'm not going to fucking do anything. I'm not allowed, but I'm going to see if I can make can change her mind. And, <laughs> and so we do the, she said, you know, you can't fuck me. Okay, cool. So we're making it out. We are stripping down. She's now in her underwear. I have, I think we did like a, and she mentioned this to me. She, I think she said uh, there might've been like a, just the tip type of thing. Or it was like, Rub it on the outside yeah. of the fucking oh, underwear. For God's sakes, at that point, just go home. Yeah, like, but I what, mean, like, what, what? But that's not cheating because we weren't physically skin to skin touching. It was like pushing on the outside of the underwear. So, like, extreme dry humping. The, the most extreme that you could get, and and it might have gotten to the point where underwear was to the side, but there was no physical insertion okay. of any no like significant depth or something like this <laughs> and then i she told me to count her face what yeah and so i did <laughs> and <laughs> well because we weren't touching each other so there's it was like aspect- i was in a room that she was in a room with there's an aspect of that that's a little bit hot though it was great it was really fucking hot I fucking came really hard. I've done the the <laughs> mutual masturbation thing, like lay beside someone and touch yourself, but not touch each other, and, and that's hot. I don't know if I've done that. That's that's really hot. Is it? Yeah. How? And why? It, because you're kind of like looking at each other while right. you're doing it, All like right. wanting to, but like you're just not quite crossing that physical. But barrier. why are you crossing that physical barrier? Or are for you about reasons. to cross that? Maybe barrier? for reasons. What Maybe for reasons? circumstantial reasons. Uh, is this your dad or something? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, 
Maybe that person's not available. They're not available? Maybe not. Oh, my God. Now you're cheating. Did, if I'm not. Is, I'm if, single. Yes, okay. But that guy. <laughs> man. I fucking... I, I'm the Scott in this situation. I'm single. Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing... I don't think, and this, this is my unpopular opinion, like, I don't, like, you know when you, like, I've been the other woman, like, way too many times, mm-hmm. admittedly. Way too many. And I still just, I just think it's on the person who's in the fucking relationship. I don't think what I'm doing is ideal at all. Yeah. But I am not tied down to anybody. You know what? I've been the other guy. Doesn't feel good, right? I haven't been the other guy recently. I was the other guy when I was like early twenties, and it felt right. great. Like I didn't give a shit. Yeah, it did not feel bad. It felt like I was going to get laid by this hot chick. Yeah, who I wanted to fuck. Yeah, and I did. So that felt great. And I didn't Sometimes know who that guy was. So fuck yeah. him. Yeah, and if you don't know that other person, that makes it easier. Now, when you put kids involved, oh yeah, that's yeah. Now yeah. you're fucking going too far because you're not fucking up. That other guy, you're fucking with kids, and that's not cool. Oh no, that's so I draw a line there. If you're single, you are nothing. If you are not, if you're married, you're nothing. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not a cunt, that's gonna fucking take the guy for all he's worth. Yeah, like if you're gonna recognize I'm getting a divorce because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, and then you fucking go your separate ways and you don't make it hard on him, then cool. Yeah, fucking suck his dick. But what if you're just cheating and cheating? Well, if you're if you're cheating to cheat, I think you should have the fucking wherewithal to break up first. I think you should have the balls. No one who cheats does, though. Does that ever happen? Uh, I told the uh, a girl that I I am friends with the, an ex. I'm close friends, very close friends with an ex. And okay. she was going to fuck a married guy with I think I don't know if they had kids or not. I think they did. And I told her, like, you better fucking not. Okay. And she said she kissed him. And I said, you fucking shut him down. And I was like, you don't fucking talk to him anymore. And she's like, I feel like I have this connection with him. And I was like, yeah. I was like, and, and what did he say? Oh, he said that he would leave his family for me. And That's he bullshit. can see himself. I said, then fucking tell him to man the fuck up and do it. But until yeah. he does that. Actions speak louder Back than words. Back the fuck off of that because you're tre- like you're treading in. Well, I mean, especially if there's kids involved. Yeah, that's you're right. It's a totally. If there's different. fucking kids involved, you get the fuck out of there because yeah. you're not. It's not about the other person anymore. It's about fucking up the lives of a, a child. Like yeah. that's a fucked up thing. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And, uh, but I mean, like, it, it, I just don't know why a person uh, feels the need to cheat. Like it's like, have you ever? When I was like. Uh, early 20s there were we'll say blurred lines of yeah we were basically going out but we were never officially stated to be exclusive okay but we might as well have been and and then you did stuff with someone else and i was fucking i was it was in like hookup central and so there'd be like two or three fucking four girls on the go and then one was one that i'd be seeing a couple times a week Type yeah. thing. And then one that I was seeing a couple times a week became one I'd see every two days, became one I'd see fucking five times out of seven out of a week. And then I 
hooked up with someone else, an ex-girlfriend, and she was reasonably pissed off. Yeah. Now, I justified it on a technicality of, well, we were never really going out. But I was a piece of shit. Like I did, That's I did the, the wrong too. thing. Yeah, and Early then, I mean, 20s, yeah. and in the end, like, but the thing is, it's like the other thing about cheating on someone, it fucking does a lot of damage to the other person. Like it fucking creates oh, no, a lot of trust issues 100%. that you could have just had the goddamn balls to say no, don't fucking, hey, dumb bellow, I'm not fucking dating you anymore. I don't want to because that's tough, and people are fucking cowards. But, like, I've done, I've been the other guy, and I had some smooth fucking lines to get in when I was the other guy, which was, well, think of it this way. You want to fuck me, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you've already cheated emotionally. You've already done the emotional, like, if you want to yeah, fuck yeah, me, yeah, yeah. if you the were feeling is like there. it. The desire is there. You've already done the the mental cheating. You've already done yeah. the emotional cheating by talking to me and having these feelings and letting it get to this point what's so big about the physical part (laughs) and that's how i got my my way in oh god um and you know in the end they broke up and they fucking should have before or after they broke up after yeah i mean better than not at all better than not at all and i mean i mean for me at that time like i saw things differently back then uh and you know what? If there was a, I don't know if there's a, I, I can't see a, a situation where there's a girl with a guy. Actually, you know what? I said we can. There's girls that have boyfriends that I totally fuck. Yeah. That it's on. It's it. A lot of it is on the person in the relationship. I agree. Are you a relationship person? Um, do you I'm prefer getting, relationships to? Yeah, now I do. I yeah. wasn't for the longest time. I was a yeah. big slut, but um, <laughs> I like. <laughs> There was a time shortly after uh, a long-term relationship that I went out and was just, like, banging fucking, like, crazy. Just yeah. Like, and sometimes it was like, this girl's way too hot for me. What's she doing? Why is she fucking me? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then there were times, like, okay, let's say, like, on number 12 or something like that and like, a two-month span or something Jesus like that. Christ. Yeah, just on a tear. And I would just be like, this person is hot. They're great. And it just becomes another hole. Yeah. It's just another hole. It's it's a hard thing to hear, but you're, you're right. I'd rather, like, I've had shitty sex with love. Yeah. That was better than great sex with nothing, with no attraction. Yeah. Now I've had great sex with love, and that's fucking crazy, but I'll never have that again. That's not true. No, I don't. I think I already don't met. Don't say that. I think I already met my sexual soul, soulmate, and I don't think I'll meet another one. Is that the most recent ex? No. Is that. How many fucking ex girlfriends do you have? Oh, enough. How many? Well, okay. Ding, 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 ding. Bing. We're at six. Bing. 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 I don't know, like ten maybe? Jesus Christ. But that's ex-girlfriends. That's not girls I fucked. No. <laughs> I stopped counting when I was like 20. So you're like up there. Um, 
stupidly up there. I don't know the number because and, and and a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, that's so gross." Like I had one girlfriend yeah. who was really upset by that fact because I know when I was at twenty, when I was twenty, the number was bearing in on fifty, mm. and I stopped counting because I was like, "I don't fucking care." One and two, like. Well, that's the biggest thing. So I just don't give a shit. Like it's it's not it's not a thing that I wear as like a point of pride. It's not like like some guys go out to bang a bunch of girls to be like I banged seventy eight girls or I banged one hundred and thirty girls in my life. That's definitely like, a guy thing. I feel like. Well, that's a but that to me that's bad. Like that's a, yeah. like a douchey thing. Yeah. But if you don't know your number and you're at the same number, yeah, then I don't see that as big of a deal. Yeah. Because like you're, who gives a shit? It's like I I'd like my number to be higher. Why? Because I'd like my number to be drastically lower. What number would you like it? What's an ideal number in your mind? I can't. You know what? Maybe I retract that statement. (laughs) That's the thing. There's definitely like probably close to 10 that I'd like to pull out of there. Well, eh, six. I think there's six that I would have been like. That you kind of regret? Not regret. But you're not like... Just could have spent time doing better things. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> like... There's sometimes... Like, I literally... This is the thing. <laughs> Guys get pot committed, too. You know how girls are like, oh, I felt like I had to. Guys have that shit, too. I was messaging a girl on Tinder. Mm-hmm. She was a good-looking girl. Um, We... We... She knew her fucking angles. That's for damn sure. We all do. Yeah. Well, she knew him through and through. So in person wasn't as good as the picture? She was probably a solid like 100 pounds more than what she had looked like. And she didn't look Were the they like light. boob up pictures? Like from here up? I know how to tell a fat tit. So I would. But but yeah, no. She just. <laughs> Sorry. Did you just say? <laughs> well, there's a tit. I know how to tell a fat tit. A fat tit. Because there's a tit, and then there's a tit that's made of fat. Interesting. And the fat tit, I can, I can judge. I can make that. So if you were just look at a bunch of boobs, in a row, you could pick it out with fair accuracy. Yeah, I'd be right most of the time. I would say. Interesting. But this girl was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this girl was good, good looking girl, and she was she she was we were having good conversation. She had a very pretty face, very pretty smile, yada, yada, yada. Show up on the date. Not quite what I expected. Yeah. But in the pre-date, in the preamble of the tindering, there was some, like, sexual talk. Yeah. So I was talking to her, and then she invited me back to her place for a drink. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I was like, this is girls bigger than I am accustomed to. Yeah. No, yeah. then I am accustomed to. Okay. Not only than what I expected, bigger than what I expected, but she was fun. She had a great per- like I liked okay. her as a person. Okay. She was just there was like the physical attraction was minimal. Yeah. To her body. Yeah. She had a great smile still. Yeah. She was a little bigger. A little little bigger. And well, 100 pounds bigger is 100 pounds. A well, lot I don't bigger. know about 100. We'll say 60. Okay. I don't know. It was there was more weight. It was expected. a noticeable, and I feel like that's that's also too. Like when you notice the weight, it's probably a f- like you know because like it, if you were to look at me now and say like again in two weeks, 
And if I told you I gained five pounds, you wouldn't notice that. No, probably. but if you gained forty, I would. <laughs> and and if so, if I saw a picture yeah. of you now, and then I met up with you forty pounds heavier, yeah, you would know. That's essentially the date that I went on, and uh, she. Uh, we went back to her place, and okay, yeah, fuck, you know what? I I went through with it. Did ya? Because I'm a nice, I'm a gentleman. You f- you felt uh, obligated. A felt obligated. I felt like I had to. Don't do things you don't want to do. I also felt, I feel like every now and then you got to do some charity work. No! I am arguably the best looking guy that girl's ever banged. You don't know that? Arguably. <laughs> I said arguably. I didn't say 100%. Yeah. But that girl, I know what she looks like. I know who she's Was pulling in. Was it good? What they say about big girls is true. What do they say about them? They give great blowjobs. Interesting. And I had fun. I had sex. Whatever. Yeah. Ah, the experience was there. Yeah. I like experiences. I do all kinds of stupid things for fucking experience sake. You like new experiences. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's fun. It's all fun. You're going to die in the end of this shit anyway. You might as well have a good story to tell. You're a single guy now, right? Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in a woman? Uh... <laughs> this is turned into a cheesy like dating ad this for is, Scott. To say this is where you wish you would have had a fucking a video podcast. We just to see the disgust form. We on my face. haven't even gotten into comedy yet at all. Um, what do I look what's for the, in a woman? What's your type or like what? I don't know because you, like, um, do you be- well? First of all, do you believe in types? Or, like, some people don't. Some people are like, I don't have a type. I don't know if I have a type. I What I want is someone who will say what they feel. Mm-hmm. Someone who is open-minded to trying new things. And Sexual. and I don't mean sexual only. I do winter camping. Ugh. Yeah. So, like... You can never date. Well, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> I would want the person to try it once. Okay, fair. Because and and try it once. Like my 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 ex didn't like camping. Don't she wasn't a big her. camper. But I was like, you gotta come fucking camping with me on this one night because we went to an island and it was a great time. I was like, you gotta come. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, no, nah, fucking do it. And she came and she had a good time. She did not like the camping or the sleeping in the tent, but she did have fun. There's other people who would be like, I'm not doing that. That's fucking weird. It's just the, it's like, the the fact to even just try it. Just fucking thing. try it. I'll try stupid shit. You know what? She wanted to watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I was like, gay? I'm not watching that. Then I watched it. Fucking show's great. Phenomenal show. Great show. Love that show. Great show. I fucking want uh, the black guy to just... I want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> the culture guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the psychologist guy or yeah. whatever. And then the only one I don't like is super gay guy. Jonathan? Is that who he is? Oh, the my hair God! Guy? But the- I don't like that type of person. But I still think I'd have a fun time with him. Oh, yeah, they're great. Like, I Such love... I lo- Like, I do have some, like, flamboyantly gay friends. They're not super flamboyant. Mainly, like, a, I have a buddy who I met down in Cuba. And he is, his name is Bill, and he's my favorite person just because, like, he's gay, but he he's not, he, like, you don't have to, 
I get to call my favorite type of person of any demographic is a person I can make fun of because of that demographic. Right. So like Bill, all I do is call him a giant fag all the time. But and, he's he and he's he's, he's like okay yeah, and, and yeah. every he always comments like I'll post progress pictures of my workouts and shit like that on Instagram every now and then, and he'll be like, oh, I'd like to get in bed with that, or I'd like, and I'm like you watch out, or I'll come on your face, like it just like <laughs> will just like that's. And and I'll call him, or I'll say like, yeah, or, yeah, I'm sure you would, you giant fag, or something like that. And it's like my friend Malia <laughs> commented on a uh, uh, something that I had posted the other day, and she was like, she said something about me being white, and then I said, shut up, you zipper head, which is a racist term for Asians. Oh, and then God. she said, fuck you, round eyes, and I said. Watch your mouth, you nip. And then she said something else, like race, whatever cracker. And I was like, "You don't want to fucking go on a on a racist back and forth with a white guy. We invented this shit, you goddamn gook." And she's none of those things. Like she's like Chinese, right? So she's not Japanese or. You put Korean. this all on Facebook? Yeah, and that's the thing people don't understand. Is like they can't use the words I use. It's like you don't understand, like. My friend Nasser in Toronto, Nasser Kazmi, he's a Paki, and he told me, like, don't ever call me Pakistani. He's like, if you're talking about me, don't call me Pakistani. That's way too many syllables when Paki does it just fine. <sighs> Everyone knows what you're talking about. It's not offensive. Paki. I'm a Paki. Who gives a shit? It's yeah. Pakistani. I think the important That's... thing here is, is that you're doing this with people that it's predetermined that you're not offending them. But then somebody else over You wouldn't say that to... I'm not going to go up and, yeah, to the fucking corner store guy and be like, hey, man, you know, a poo or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, hey, Packy, get me a fucking pack of next blue regulars. No, of course not. No. You're doing it with friends. You're doing I, it with. Yeah. But now, okay, so yeah. someone overhears me saying that to my buddy Nasser, calling him a Packy, and they get offended and think I'm a fucking racist. Like, you didn't understand the context of what I was saying. Yeah, but I think that... How do we get into packies when you ask me what my favorite type of girl was? I don't know. How did we get there? I think I'm just really oh. into brown chicks. Uh, oh, because you were talking about um, you like women who are oh, like will try new things because you tried Queer Eye. Yeah, and I, you know what? Okay, so I did uh, like winter camping. I also play a fucking like insanely nerdy board game that took me... I noticed like, that, yeah. Two, two, two weeks ago, I played... Twilight Imperium for seven and a half hours. Nerd. And it was fucking sweet. It's like, it's one of my favorite things to do. Kay. I can never play that game enough. If I could play it every day, I'd be a happy person. And it's, you know, we've played 12-hour games. It's fucking sweet. My ex didn't like it, but she tried it. So I was like, cool. I respected that. You try it. Now that you don't like it after you try it, fucking cool, man. Like, whatever. Yeah. But if you don't try it, because you're like, I'm not into that. Yeah. Eh, I think try you're at least. probably a boring person. Yeah. Like, give it a shot. Okay, what else? Open-minded. Open-minded. What about, like, phys- physically? Well, yeah, I'd like her to be fucking stacked, right? But What about brunette? Blonde? Mm, I've dated them all. I haven't dated a redhead. No. No. Not. I'm not, not missing that. So hair color doesn't really matter. No, personality matters. Personality and matters. And big boobs. No. No. Big ass. 
But even bigger oh, you're ass, an ass guy. Absolutely. Really? Over okay. boobs? I Like, if you were to combine all the chicks I've dated, you might get a C cup of, if you were to combine all their tits. Huh. That's not true. There's a couple of them who were C's. So maybe you'd get to a D if you combined everybody. Okay. But, like, like majority of them had, uh, had an ass. Tits don't really do a whole lot for me. I've seen tits that have been, like, nice. But I've seen, like, I just have, I'm an ass guy. Now, I have seen a set of tits that I've been like, nice. I'm into that. But tits with no ass whatsoever? But it's hard to have womp no womp. ass whatsoever. <laughs> Everybody has a bit of an ass. I don't know. Personality makes more more relevant anyway. Okay, fair. It's all personality. It's all like, it's mainly, can I give you shit constantly? Because that's what I do. I have a fucked up family. We never said I love you. Oh. We always gave each other shit. That's how you show. That's how I show affection. Is by giving someone shit. By giving someone mad shit. And the more I respect somebody, the more shit I give them. Really? Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> you think the more you respect someone, the more respect you would treat them with. No, the I get more... that attitude. Well, it's like, if I respect you, like, okay, my buddy Josh is an opera singer, Okay. He was in a surfing accident. It fucking hit him in the throat. Couldn't sing anymore. Uh, really fucked up thing. Really sad. Uh, he went to the doctors, uh, and it was after like our grade 10 reunion. He had a doctor's appointment. He came back from the doctor's appointment, and he got his prognosis or whatever, and they said he wasn't going to be able to sing. And he was really fucking upset. No shit. So there was like, We'll say six of us. This is my best friend. Uh, there's six of us in the fucking kitchen, and we're all sitting there. And then my buddy Rob comes in. Rob didn't hear the story yet. And Rob's like, "What's up, man?" And he's like, "How'd the doctors go?" And my buddy Josh is like, "Broken. Yeah. He's been doing music, fucking at Dal and all right. over the fucking world, singing Fuck. opera." In Dubai and, and fucking the Middle East and shit like that. Mm-hmm. All over in France and Italy and stuff like that. For the last six to eight years. And now it turns out the dream he's been chasing, he won't be able to do anymore. Fuck. And he goes, he goes, hey man. He's like, yeah. He goes, I got my prognosis. And uh, <sighs> it looks like uh, I'm not going to be able to sing anymore. And like he's like breaking, and the fucking tension in the room right, is like thick. Okay. Like, Holy shit! And I just go, "Hey, man, for what it's worth, I never thought you were really that good, anyway." <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, you dick! <laughs> and then he burst out laughing. Right? He shut yeah. shit himself. He was like, "Oh my god, you fucking asshole!" And then he just laughed and gave me a hug yeah. because comedy does that. It does. That's what comedy does. Can we, it goes, uh. Let's talk about the comedy side of things. When did you I, get into it? I'm not that funny. Um, I got into comedy back in, I think the first time I was on stage was 2008, maybe 2007. And then I didn't do comedy for like three months after that. And then I did it like once or twice. And then I didn't do it for another four months. Yeah. And then I did it a couple of times. And I did it on and off like every couple of months or every couple of weeks for a number of years. 
And then I went to Toronto and I did a lot of it. And at first I was very opinionated and ranty and <laughs> I can, I angry can. and offensive and just like <laughs> would do like a lot of shock humor because when you're fucking a young kid, you don't have a whole lot of shit to say. And now I don't, I don't know, I still do a lot of stupid dick jokes and offensive things, but I think I do them for different reasons now. Right. Like, I I like to, um, I like to try to take people to places that aren't, that they don't want to laugh and make them funny. Yeah. It's very difficult as a white guy in 2018 to do those things now. Um, Poor you. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> Fucking, everyone's like, men got to be able to express their feelings more. Oh, toxic masculinity. Then a guy expresses his feelings. And like, then you're like, poor, poor man. We're supposed poor to feel white sorry guy. for you. Like, just, yeah. yeah. I still stub my fucking toe, right? <laughs> still, that shit still hurts. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I have, like, I still do a lot of just, like, say things that are just, like, needlessly offensive. But the point is, like, this is just bullshit. It's yeah. just fucking jokes. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Can we all just calm the fuck down? Yeah, that's a really good way to say it's it. It's the only thing I want to tell people is calm the fuck down. I'm trying to think of, like, shit that I've done recently that's, that's like... Like, I, I got a great rape joke. <laughs> fucking great rape joke. There's another sound clip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my rape joke... Can you, can, you, can you do it? Uh, It's just about how David Attenborough always comes up with a clever euphemism for rape when he's watching uh, Planet Earth. And that joke, I don't have any joke that I've ever done that I that has worked every time. But right. that joke does. And it doesn't work every time at the start. And that's my favorite part about that joke. Because you can't do a rape joke. You cannot do a rape joke anymore. Mm. It's not allowed. Mm. You're not allowed to do rape jokes. And, it's cause, and even if it's not a rape joke, like my joke's, not a rape joke. It's a joke about how David Attenborough's voice is so astounding and pleasant that he can say whatever he wants and get away with it. Right, and no one will and it makes raise it a flag. A, yeah, or exactly. Yeah, 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 and he can like he gets away with saying <laughs> so many things. He'll fucking mispronounce words constantly. He sloth, the three toed sloth. What? It's a fucking <laughs> sloth, David. <laughs> But he calls it a sloth. And they're just like, yeah, that's what he does. Just let him say words <laughs> randomly as he <laughs> says them. So, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the, the joke is that he sees, a, uh, um, he's, uh, he has to, like every animal, like when he's doing Planet Earth, every animal rapes. Yeah. There's no animal on the planet that doesn't fucking rape. Right, it's true. Except they just come up behind them and. They fucking rape. Do you know how many ducks? I once saw a duck get gang raped at Point Pleasant Park. <laughs> By ten other Holy ducks. Shit. Why didn't the duck fly away? Right? It's got wings. It knows how to fly. Clearly, because those other ducks have flown with that duck so long that that duck is now too tired to fly. And they all fucking took turns. I'm talking about they surrounded the duck, and when the duck tried to run out, because it couldn't fly, because it was too fucking tired, ah. it would try to walk out of the circle. The ducks would headbutt it back into the circle, and then another duck would come up and fuck it. And like nine ducks fucked that duck. It was crazy. Oh my god! I was twelve god. years old. I was Holy there with my mom. Fuck! And it was really messed up. Like it was like we. That's had, so jarring. Like, mom, what are the ducks doing? She's like, let's go get some ice cream. I'm like we can't. 
we can't watch this. And I was dumbfounded, right? And, uh, yeah, so all animals rape, but David Attenborough has to find a way to make it palatable for the kids. Yeah. He has to find yeah. a way to make this an educational documentary. Right. And he always comes up with a euphemism, just a clever euphemism for rape. And yeah. it's usually, uh, like, as I say in the Lion crosses the Great Plains of Africa and approaches the lioness. As he draws near, he begins to persuade her. Right. <laughs> biting the back of her fucking neck, David. That's not persuasion. <laughs> and that joke, whenever I say clever euphemisms for rape, the entire room goes. There's been two times, I think, that the room has laughed at that. Because yeah. people clearly are comedy fans and know what's fucking going on. Yeah. But most of the time, everybody shuts down. They're like, no, yeah. you said rape. We're not dealing with We're it. We're out. We're out. We're fucking all out. They, they check out. But then once I say persuades, it always it's right. always gets a laugh every fucking you time. You just got to hear it. it out, people. You just got to let it. Because people get it. Like Because I think that joke is clearly enough like, like persuasion. That's not that's not what that's happening and and i go into it a little bit more to explain why that's not persuasion but uh that's a joke that tells people it's okay to laugh at that thing yeah it's funny yeah because it's fucking funny because it's ridiculous and it's a place like my favorite comedian as everyone said everyone calls me diet bill burr Uh, all the comedians in halifax call me diet bill burr it's uh all the opinions without any of the punchlines, because uh, I'm not funny. And, You're uh, funny. No, I'm hilarious, but they say I'm not funny. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, Bill Burr does this thing, and I think you know CK did it a bit, and George Carlin definitely, but Bill Burr I think does it best. Patrice O'Neill did it really well. Was you take the people to a place where they don't want to be and a topic that they don't want to talk about, and then you hold them there until they fucking figure out that it is funny, like that it's okay. Right. Like Bill Burr has a bit about beating, uh, Chris Brown beating Brianna, oh God. and asking what was the conversation that happened in that car. Like, like, do you think that she was just looking for napkins? Or do you think that maybe she was saying some fucking evil shit, and then he started to fucking wail on her? And... uh I'm not going to do the bit justice. It's 10 minutes long. And yeah. the way I say it right now is like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> but if you listen to the bit, it's one of my favorite bits by him because he goes to like... A dark place. He goes to a very dark place and it's fucking hilarious. It's wow. really good. I mean, I think that it should push boundaries, personally. I don't know. I like like I admire comedians that can do like jokey jokes. If you can do a joke that's like... Like, Jim Gaffigan is squeaky clean, Mm. and he comes up with these jokes that are about, like, going to a hotel room and becoming a kleptomaniac, and just, you start stealing the shampoo and the towels and the soap. Right. Nothing wrong with that joke Hilarious. And he makes, he's one of my favorite comedians. He's fucking funny. But I can't do, because the things that I find funny are horrible things. Right. They're they're usually... (laughs) 
it's how I've gotten through every traumatic experience in my life is laughing about right. it. Right. That and that and yeah, that's totally fair. Like we did the roast shortly after the mother of my kids had a fucking six month affair on me. Like two months after. Wait, hang on. Someone roasted you? We did a roast battle. Oh. And Catherine Robertson had a joke. Okay. And so when a comedian is eating shit on stage and doing so poorly that the audience gets up and walks away, they call it walking the room. And Catherine's joke, this was like maybe a month and a half to two months after we broke up. I was still like, I was still in like suicidally depressed oh, mode. Like there was a point shortly after that all transpired that I was standing in a tub holding a hair dryer. Like I was going to oh, kill myself. Fuck. So then this roast happens and Catherine goes, <laughs> she goes, Scott, you are such a terrible comedian that not o- not only do you regularly walk the room at comedy shows, you also walked your wife and kids. And the entire fucking room, like their jaws dropped. Oh my God. Because it was so brutal. And I fell off my chair laughing. Like I was like, <laughs> I was super depressed a couple of weeks ago or like uh, two months, three months ago. No, no, this would have been back in May, actually, when this happened. And upset about a girl. And then my buddy, like, I told him I was, like, really upset. And he just fucking started trashing me. I was in a real bad mood. Everyone was giving me, hey, man, you know, you're the other fishy, the she, and all that shit. <laughs> and then he was like, you fucking pussy. He's like, you're really going to let some bitch fucking get you down? You fucking, you pussy motherfucker. Like, you think that, and he just started trashing me. He's like, oh, I'm Scott. I'm upset. My heart's fucking broken. <laughs> and was just losing it on me. And I just, it was the first time I smiled in like a week. Right. Because he was just trashing the shit out of me. Yeah. And I thought that's, I don't know. That's why I've come off as an asshole to everybody because I treat people like I've known them my entire life. And I always assume that people know what I'm saying. Like, I always assume people understand my sense of humor. I have fucked up so many times. My fucking girlfriend. Uh, like back when I was 21 I met her on Plenty of Fish she came out to a comedy Plenty show Plenty of Fish she came out to a comedy show we she liked I killed it had a great fucking set like destroyed uh, went to Beerly's with her afterwards for karaoke and I'm a good singer so I crushed it at karaoke I noticed that yeah you sing and then uh and then I'm an idiot. Like I got, I'm such a dumbass. What did you do? I, I took my socks off, <laughs> and I put them in her purse. <laughs> but I, and this is the first time we hung out, like the first date. And I was like, "Why'd you take your socks off?" Because I said, "I said, you know what, girls like." Girl's like a guy with confidence. And I said, and I want to show you confidence. And so I was like, you want to know confidence? Confidence is taking your fucking dirty socks off and putting them in a chick's purse. And not oh, my God. Which was, to oh me, a hilarious God. joke. But then as soon as I did that, she texted her friend. She was like, he, he put his fucking socks in my purse. We got to get out of here. And she left. And she was like, oh, we got to go. Sorry, I got to catch a bus or something like that. <laughs> and then she left. 
And then like three months later, she messaged me. She was like, hey, uh, that's kind of weird, but ever since we went out, I can't stop thinking about you. <laughs> you left a fucking impression. <laughs> You yeah. made, made she, a mark. She did turn out to be fucking batshit crazy. What's with all these women troubles that you got? What's going on there? Uh, that's not a whole lot. Just you just just things that just don't work out. Well, there's the only big trouble I had was the ex that had the affair. So were you married? No, we were, but we had kids. So oh right. What's oh, the fucking difference? Shit. Okay, so this was the baby mama. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. That's brutal. So that was rough. And then, but other than that, um, most of my girlfriends have been pretty tight. I don't talk to a whole lot of them afterwards because, like, there's there's two that I talk to. Mm. Maybe more than that. But I just, uh, yeah, I just, I haven't had a whole lot of, like, bad women issues or crazy women. My ex that I said was crazy was fucking crazy. She's right. not crazy anymore. She's one of the exes that I still talk to, like regularly. She's uh, like the, the girl that was like that I mentioned earlier, and she's like she lives in provinces over, and she's still a good friend of mine. We talk like fairly regularly, a couple times a month maybe, and uh, she's yeah that was that's fine. Um, I haven't really had a whole lot of experience with, like, psycho bitches. There's one chick that I had on fucking Tinder. Oh, my God. Me? Uh, no, this stupid cunt. Oh, I wish I fucking knew her stupid name. (laughs) I wish I knew her name. I'd say it. Oh, fuck. I'll find it. You probably only know her first name. Oh, my God. What a lunatic. What's her stupid fucking name? Oh, wow. Look at that. Blowing up the Instagram here. Okay. I want to creep down. Her Instagram is, uh, you want to talk about a fucking psycho. What a fucking idiot. So I go and I message this girl and we're talking and, you know, we're having a blah conversation and I, and I usually want to, and I, my Tinder game is let's fucking meet uh-huh. because otherwise this is going to fizzle into nothing. That's true. So let's meet so we can actually like learn who we are as people because okay. you can't make chemistry on a fucking com- text conversation. And and she was hot, and uh, she's a good-looking girl, good enough. And so she's like, yeah, let's meet up. And I'm like, cool. Or I said that. She was like, cool. So we're going to meet up at fucking d- d- Friday at fucking 7.30. So I message her at 11 a.m. I'm like, hey, we're going to meet up still? And she's like, yeah, cool. And then I messaged her. No. I messaged her the night before. Okay. And then that morning I messaged her. Are we still on tonight? And she was like, yeah, or something like that. And I was like, cool. Uh, What time should I come by and pick you up or whatever? Or what time? Where do you want to meet? Whatever. Do you want me to pick you up? Specifics. Do you want me to blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Let's get the specifics out of the way. And uh, then she just stopped responding. And so now we were going to meet up at like seven or something like that and 730 and it's veering on like four or five o'clock and i'm like hey where did you want to meet um or do you need me to pick you up or whatever no answer and then at like we'll say five thirty six o'clock i was like hey can you uh i was like please don't fucking ghost me can you just 
I was like, I don't give a shit if you don't want to hang out tonight, but can you just have a little bit of respect and say, I don't want to hang out? Yeah. So I can make fucking other plans? Absolutely. And I said this respectfully. I didn't say anything fucking. I said, hey, do you mind just telling me whether or not you actually want to meet up? Because if not, that's cool. I'm not going to give you shit. But then I can make other plans. I was like, at least have a little bit. And I was like, just have the respect to give me a a, a yes or a no. Because then I can, you know, not be wondering. And then she was like, I can't fucking stand you fucking men. You all think you're entitled to the fucking world. You pieces of shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Calm down. I'm just asking. I was like, you don't owe the person behind you. Like, you don't owe the person two feet behind you to hold the fucking door when you're walking into the mall. But you hold the door because you're not a cunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said that to her. I was like, you don't. I was like. I didn't say you fucking well, you owe had, me anything. Well, you had plans. Yeah. I'm you were just, just solidifying just fucking, the plan. I don't care if you change your fucking mind. Yeah. Just tell me if you're going to change your mind. Exactly. I'm just saying, give me, give me that little amount of common courtesy. Absolutely. I can't stand it. You guys, all you fucking guys. So I don't know if like she was hurt. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad we didn't meet. You're Damn. a fucking psycho. That's crime. insane. <laughs> And if you look at her Instagram, oh my god. I mean, she's really pretty. Yeah, she's really pretty. But she's a fucking lunatic. That's all she has going for her. I think she was deeply damaged, and she has nothing. Interesting. I think she's just a sad person who got hurt by one or two guys, because she probably is hot. Mm. This is the thing about hot chicks. Mm. Hot chicks date hot guys. Hot guys fuck hot chicks and don't care about calling them back yeah and then the hot chick fucks a bunch of hot guys and then never gets called back and then she goes guys are pieces of shit and it's like well maybe you should stop making how hot your the guy is the number one your thing. number one fucking priority yeah, you're right you're right uh because that the, shit typically there are hot nice guys sure you're talking to one right now <laughs> I'm a seven. Oh, that was a good foot ring. I'm a seven, but my... Pers- I'm also a seven. My personality brings me up to like a nine. I half. used to think that, and then I've, I was, I've been told it's specifically my personality that's the problem. <laughs> what? No. That's what my fuck buddy told me. Uh, Why we don't date. Because you're strong-willed? Well, he said, I don't know how our personalities would mesh outside the bedroom. So what do you? How do you get a fuck buddy? Um, the first night we met, we hooked up and we kept hooking up, but then we stayed in touch, like texting and stuff. And so, I'm now the in between girlfriend fuck buddy. Maybe we're not really buddies. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. You're just the fuck. (laughs) That's what it sounds like, right? Um, like we don't hang out as friends, but like we we talk and we know each other and and I generally know what's going on with one another. I haven't had a generally. fuck buddy in a long time. I mean, it's a good situation to be in. Well, I don't know. I'm a I'm a sensitive individual. I'm an emotional being. Oh God, that's true. I probably am clingier than most guys. Really? Not super clingy, but. I don't know. Do you get jealous? Oh yeah. Yeah. I get jealous. I, I I'm glad all you guys can admit get that. Jealous. Well, some guys don't admit that, right? Yeah, but some but guys, all guys get jealous. It's a true No, thing. no, no. 
I don't get jealous. I don't care. Yeah. No, guys will say they don't, but they fucking do. Yeah. Because guys want to be the one guy. They want to be the shit. That's true. It's the fucking way you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the object of all desire. Yeah. But I'm done fucking impressing women. I'm done. Impre- I'm done impressing men. No, Actually, you got to fucking change your tune, sweetheart. You got to fucking get on the impress train. I no. By that, I just mean I'm just going to be me. Okay, fair enough. And I will, if there's someone I want, just I lower will, your I will fucking go after expectations. It. Oh, my expectations are fairly low. <laughs> <laughs> like they they don't have to be lowered in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Yeah. I'm gonna walk over to the rotary and pick one out. <laughs> No, I just mean, like, it doesn't take much to, like, you know, respond to a fucking text, follow through with a plan. That's really all you got to do to, yeah. like, because I, I hate, I just hate people who don't fucking know how to make a goddamn plan and stick to it. Yeah. It, it really pisses me. me off. It's tough sometimes, but for single people, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Exactly. I think we're going to wrap it up. Holy shit. We're at two hours. Are we still going th- to Snigley's? I don't think so. I don't think the show's still going. Oh, it's going. Well, if if we want to go, we can go. But let's close out the show. Let's first. close out the show. Scott, thank you for this. This was fun. What the fuck is this? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep that in without context, so people just think that you just woke up from a coma yeah. and I drugged you this whole time, and you're like, "What? Oh, What's yeah. this microphone?" What have we been doing? Well, I think I got tagged in the Secret Santa letter or something like this. Oh, I don't for know fuck's what sakes. the fuck this is, but it's some crazy shit. Mm. It was nice to get to know you more. Great to get to know Ho- you. Hopefully you'll be back on. I'll come back on. Maybe next time we'll drink uh, rum and... What did you say that your drink was? used to be? Rum and... We should definitely get more drunk before the podcast starts. Next time, yeah. Because I feel like we had a slow start. Yeah. I feel like you should cut out the first 30 minutes. Oh, I'm keeping it all. Keep it all. I don't know. Maybe the audience will like it. <laughs> but it wasn't until I really started talking about the race shit that started, <laughs> things started to get fun. <laughs> it was it was great. It was awesome. Thank you for coming on. Oh. Do you have any shows coming up in Halifax uh, that you want to tell people fuck. about? Or like, I don't know. Do you, is there anything you want to plug? Do you want to plug your Instagram? No. Do you... Uh. <laughs> Do you want to plug anything? Follow me on Instagram. There you go. Hold on. What's my Instagram? You don't know your Instagram handle? I think it's Scotty. probably Scotty Mac 2332. How do I find it? Profile. Scotty Mac 2332. Watch me post beer things. And, and hot shirtless pictures. Every now and then a hot shirtless picture. But I've, now that I'm done my workout routine, it might get worse. Although I'm going to try to keep it together in the winter. Uh, lots of beer stuff. Message me if you want to try my beer. It'll work something it's out. Actually, and it's actually really, really good. My beer's pretty tight. Um, come see me do comedy around Halifax. I don't know. I think I'm at Beerly's on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Is that where I'm at on Wednesday? That'll Maybe. be before this comes out. So. Yucks are Wednesday. Beerly's. Uh, no, I don't have many shows booked. Okay, then nobody do you post with them on your Insta? You should I post them on my Facebook. Okay. So I post them on my Insta. You should. I guess I use Instagram more than Facebook nowadays. Even if it's like in your story or something. Like, I'm at this. I don't know how to do a story. Oh, my God. I'll teach you. Okay. 
Because I posted one picture to my story, and then I didn't know how to add the rest. <laughs> I had like 90 pictures. Here's what I'll do. When I'm about to post this, I'll find out if you're playing anywhere, and I'll post it in the podcast description. Yeah, there you go. Let me, when do you post you... this? This goes everywhere. No, when? Um, I'm thinking this one will come out this week, actually. So Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, let's do Friday. Let me know. Maybe I'll have something booked by then. There we go. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank fun. you. Okay, now you have to do the honors. Oh, ding the bell. And you got to ring that bell. As he takes forever to stand up. This is Scott McLean <laughs> dinging the bell. <laughs> <laughs>